The Bartender Ramp Podcast is powered by CIC Powerbox, your all-in-one portable power solution for commercial and residential projects, roadside assistance, or personal recreation. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerbox.com. CIC Powerbox, wherever you go, go with power. Welcome to the Bartender Rant Podcast. I am your host, Steve Haley. And guess what, motherfuckers? We finally put our money where our mouth is. We're in the desert. Two lone wolves wandering around in search of bartenders and cocaine. It's going to be a hell of a trip. That is right. We are in Las Vegas, Nevada. On site and in person to interview some of the best and most interesting bartenders that Vegas has to offer. We have been dying to get out of Baltimore and out of Kansas Take this show on the road, and because of your support and your inspiration, Michael and I are here in the Sin City to get some stories for you guys. I am so happy to be in the same room recording in person with the only co-host that could ever tickle my heart, Michael Windsor, my feather-haired friend. How are you today? (laughs) Good, Steve. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, Well, I was doing great. I got drunk during a layover today. I, I can always smell love, it on your breath when you get when you I, I always love traveling. I'll tell you what, I never get a better night's sleep than when I'm on a plane. I'm out like a light before they tell do the whole seatbelt safety uh, instruction. The the part of my day I could have done without is when I get out of the car to walk into the Airbnb and you scare the living fuck out of me. <laughs> you were standing behind me like some Mike Myers shit. It's appropriate. It's holiday. It's it's Halloween weekend. So I, I expect nothing less from you. Um, but dude, I'm seriously, I almost shit myself. Almost shit myself. <laughs> I, I came up behind him. He, I heard the truck get there. Uh, Justin went and pick, picked him up. So I looked out, I'm in my socks. So I, uh, see him getting his stuff out of the truck. So I just ran up as quietly as I could and got directly behind him and then just stood there smiling with like a crazy, you know, look on my face. I turned around and he's <laughs> eye to eye with me <laughs> with a look, not blinking like a serial killer. <laughs> And the, and the guy already looks like Dahmer without the glasses. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. So um, I meant that as a comment. I mean, he did get a lot of action. Um, anyway, anyway, very happy to be here, my friend. And, you know, I spoiled a little bit of the what's new. But uh, tell the people a little bit about why we're here, how this kind of all came together. I mean, you've been the real driving force behind this, getting all the bartenders scheduled, really coordinating with people. Um, you know, it, it kind of came through our connection with the hard card game, but tell the people a little bit about what's new and why we're here in Vegas. Yeah, so we're here for the SEMA show for Powerbox, which has been our uh, sponsor for uh, a lot of these past episodes. And of course, Steve is being tongue-in-cheek when he said searching for cocaine because the only extra help you need is with a CIC Powerbox, okay? Honest to God, guys, look, uh, they always say, if somebody else has said it better, don't say it, just steal it. So um, I, I think we all have seen the hangover at this point, all right? I'm just taking the the great speech by Zach Galifianakis in that where he says, you know, four wolves wandering around the <laughs> desert in search of hookers and cocaine. So, no, look, we are here to work, and um, this is truly going to be a fun trip. We are ex- always inspired to get out of our element to record this show. But, um, you know, we tell you guys all the time, this is a passion project. We're going to bring you great stories. We want to showcase the service industry and great cocktails. And so what better way to do it than in the biggest party town in America? So it's, it's um, I think, an extra little layer of creativity for us to get out of our element, travel out here to the desert, and have a little fun with some uh, some people that are, are, you know, we've never met before and in a market that we are not super familiar with. So we're going to get schooled a lot this week. 
We're going to be doing a ton, a ton of recordings. Mike's going to give you a little bit of the lineup here. Yeah, well, uh, just I do want to say thanks to Powerbox because, of course, this that's the reason Steve and I get a place Damn to stay. Straight. So that's Big awesome. Big Mike. Uh, yeah, thanks to the whole Powerbox crew and team. I got the best room in the house because of this, too. So, yeah. <laughs> um, But then additionally, uh, you've heard us talk about Chandler from Herd Card Game. She is the one who helped uh, with the initial contacts here. And then Wendy from Chilled Magazine. And we're going to be, they're going to be sponsors on all of these Vegas episodes. So listen through to the end and you can find out a little bit more about them. But thank you both so much because. Wendy sent out a blast to over like 50 bartenders. So we just got lit up through our emails. We've got some great guests coming on. Um, and we're just really excited. This is going to be a great time. And hopefully Steve and I will get to go out a little bit too and explore the city. I have no doubts. You can't bring me to Vegas and not allow me to get my ass on a card table. I just... I. I have a problem. Um, Mike, how many shows are we doing while we're out here? We had seven lined up. Somebody got a sinus infection, so six. We're down to six. But listen, people, you know, when we stack them, that's when the craziness comes out. That's when Mike and I get delirious. And that's when some of the best moments on the show happen. So six shows in less than 48 hours. Let's fucking do this thing, buddy. All right. Um, I want to keep this thing tight. I want to get to our guest. We have an incredible guest tonight. Her name is Leah. She brought a really cool... Um, kind of take on a classic cocktail. It's called the Mixed Nuts. We're going to tell you a little bit about that in a second. But before we do, as always, guys, we do the show for you. We love you. We thank you for supporting the show. Um, please, if you want to get more involved, if you want to be a producer, you want to help us, you want to support us, you want to get some show merch, you want to join us for a virtual happy hour, or if you need a great Halloween or holiday playlist, Mike is cooking up some unbelievable mixes on our Spotify account. Listen at the end of the show. We have all the information on how you can support us, how you can get more involved, and how you can allow us to keep traveling this great land, interviewing interesting bartenders, and bringing you great stories from coast to coast. That's right. Um, lastly, as we always say before we get the show rolling, guys, we want you to be happy and healthy. This is a very difficult business. It is filled um, with a lot of trials of mental health, substance abuse, um, a lot of uh, times we're coping with the stress and that, uh, you know, that high interval, high volume work environment by self-medicating. Please, if you need help, we are not uh, medical professionals. We would love to be a resource or at least just a connection for you. Reach out to us via email. Mike and I have dealt with a lot of these things being in this business. We, we want to be a shoulder for you if you want to talk. And um, if you need uh, professional resources, at the end of the show, Mike always lists um, some, some uh, resources that you can reach out to if you're dealing with mental health or substance abuse. Please seek those out. We want you guys to come back, have fun with us, and enjoy these great stories and, and keep helping us build this community. So, um, But that's about it. I, I don't know uh, much else to say. I think you guys get the gist. We're in fucking Vegas, baby. Um, is that cliche enough for everybody? Uh, I will now turn it over to our amazing guest. I'm very excited to introduce her on the show. We have Leah, and she has brought on the Mixed Nuts Cocktail. Okay, guys, we have Leah here. Welcome, Leah. How are you tonight? Good. How are you guys doing? Outstanding. <laughs> I mean, you heard that whole intro. Yeah, it was, it was overwhelming. I, Exciting. I, I, yeah. Excited to be here in Vegas, guys, yeah, right. with you yeah, here. Right. I, think it's, I think it's tough for our guests sometimes. We ask you guys to be uh, like the, the kid in second grade who is quiet and polite in the corner while I'm going on like a rant, a total diatribe. And so I appreciate you being so patient there. But this is your show. So yeah. we want you to take over now 
and and really please interrupt me, talk over me, take control. No, of I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I won't. No. You're gonna crush it. Um, before we get into the cocktail, and I'm really excited to learn about why you picked this drink and a little bit more about it because it's so unique and it's a great take on one of my favorite drinks of all time, the old fashioned. Um, tell us about why you were interested in coming on the show. Um, I mean, I'm just excited to show you guys what it's like to work in, and live in Vegas. It's a really unique market, so um, I'm excited to see, you know, to tell you guys a little bit about what I do yeah. and um, kind of hear. I'm really excited to hear everyone else's stories as well because mm-hmm. you can just there's just so there's so many different perspectives on this city. So I'm excited to see like how everyone else. Um, all their all their answers and their experiences. Yeah, and, absolutely. Well, I'm, that's for us too. I'm so excited to get some insight into what it's like to actually live and work here. Yeah. Because I mean, Vegas is it's the ultimate tourist trap. I mean, that's the yeah. whole, it's it, that's its history. You know what yeah. I mean? I think of two things when I think of this town. I think of gambling and I think of bachelor parties. Really, that's what comes <laughs> to mind. So I I'm excited to yeah. give this town that I know has a great. Um, cocktail scene, great service scene. I mean, the food is in, incredibly high high level here. And I think the, the service professionals are really refined uh, in their craft. I want to give that more color. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's going to be really cool, um, having people in the trenches in this town giving us... Whoa, trenches? <laughs> uh, a, a, a little bit better perspective. Okay. Well, you, no, I can't. I can't. I mean, that, no, we're deep in the trenches. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know if that triggered like old world mafia bodies out in the desert kind of thing, but uh, no. Um, so, I, you know, I know you had also mentioned this is not your first foray into podcasting, right? It's not, no. Okay, you've, you've been on a few shows in the past. Yeah, just um, one somewhat recently, um, a local a local podcast, the Pre-Shift podcast. Yeah, Pre-Shift. So, yeah. Yeah. That's Shout a good out. one. You guys we're gonna, need to check it out. We're going to try and get linked up with them, yeah, and see yeah. if we could, we could talk to them. And about that's service industry focused as well? Yes. Or? And if you guys can, and turn him down, he's at Tilted Kill, he's going to kill me that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> All the ladies are going to flock to him. But if you guys can meet him, I mean, he is just, his stories, and he's just amazing. He's we're, so funny. Guys, we're five minutes in, she's already thrown out bartender <laughs> recommendations. Yeah. For any prospective guests that are coming on in the future, <laughs> take notes. Take notes, people. We need, we need more guests, so it's always good. If we can get those recommendations. Um, before we get into the drink, last little kind of opening question for you. Um, I can tell that you definitely have a passion for service, right? Um, is there something that you're really excited to just kind of share more than even just Vegas, but like um, on this show that you're passionate about in the restaurant business or the service business or craft cocktailing, just something that you're really just excited to talk about? Um, just excited to be around you guys and like people that share our passion mm-hmm. with this um, passion. The, <laughs> the, the passion for the industry and it's just exciting to link up with people that kind of have a similar focus yeah and, um yeah super excited to be involved it's a very disjointed community sometimes right we're tight <laughs> we're a motley crew we're yeah, always tight sure. like at our bars that we work at with the people we know and then it's yeah. like we go to a bar down the street it's like i don't fucking know you people. i don't know man <laughs> so no a yeah jigger <laughs> yeah, I like building this community where we can kind of bridge the gap to these different cities. Mike and I, um, behind the scenes, joke all the time. We might not be making any money off the show, or That's not uh, a joke. Or, build, <laughs> or building it as much as we'd like. But the human capital is oh, incredible. Yeah, absolutely, there are like six cities now that we can just like go to, and somebody's gonna be like, "Please let me show you around yeah. all the hidden gems yeah. in this town." Yeah. So I do love that. And so, yeah, and speaking of, I hope I didn't offend any Vegas natives by saying it's a tourist trap. But you, oh, wait, you, is that we okay. are. Well. I just want to make. Sure 
sure because I'm like, God, we got all these people coming on. I hope I'm you not already putting my know. foot in my mouth. You think they don't know the grift? You yeah. think they don't know the grift? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, let's talk a little bit about this cocktail because I think it's such a cool concept. And I've only really looked at the recipe. Tell the people about the cocktail, kind of how you came about it, why you picked it for the show. Um, I picked it because it's, you know, everyone loves an old fashioned and it's something that we can kind of all enjoy. It's not too crazy or out there. Um, the flavors are really approachable. Um, so I think what, you guys are going to love it. So what is the twist on it, uh, uh, that makes it a little different than the classic recipe? So I use the coconut water infused rum. So that's the rum haven. With the bourbon. With the bourbon. Yeah. So the, um, the base spirit is bourbon. I was originally was going to do tequila and then today when I was doing a trial run, I had to nix it. It was, it wasn't working. So I, and I could see the how the tequila and the coconut rum yeah. could come together, but yeah, you just thought the balance wasn't there. No, I thought, cause I was going to use the Don Polano Reposado and yeah. It didn't come through, so on paper, yeah. it was shining. So this is something, so this is a recent creation of yours, though. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I I make probably hundreds of cocktails a yeah. month. Okay. What's so, <laughs> and what's it called? Um, mixed nuts, because it's a coconut and hazelnut combination, so. There you go. I was going to, and it's a great bar name, too, because, you know, it makes you think yeah. of, like, the mm-hmm. dive, the old school dive yeah. bar with mixed nuts the on the bar. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that always <laughs> makes me think of a Long King Polly, where, uh, where Ben Stiller is doing um, how many germs live in the mixed nuts yeah. at the bar, and he's like checking her to don't eat those peanuts. He like slaps it out of a Jennifer Aniston's hand. So that's always a great. Right, get scene. those fucking movie references out of your system, all right? Hey, listen, I listened back to our last episode with Dwayne, and I want to apologize. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Can you do that's the hilarious. thing again, though? You're so good at that, and it's so perfect. I mean, we're at we're in the Southwest, you know. Sorry, it's we're leaving. Crazy. This is an inside thing. Leah hasn't put up. So let's, <laughs> let's look at that. I'm happy. I don't know about it though. She's I'm like, are these, honest, the, like, keep me in the, are these the, the tangents you swore you weren't going to go on? Right? <laughs> I promise. Uh, okay. Well, well, why don't you take the people through this this yeah. recipe of yours and teach them how to make it? We'll get a few of them mixed up here. Um, I think you, you pre-bashed them, is that right? I did, yes. yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you so, so much. <laughs> that is so so appreciated. It really is. It really is helpful. Yeah. Guys, Leah pre-bashed them at home, but she's going to walk you through how to make this cocktail. If you're following along at home, well, obviously we'll post all the ingredients you can stock up. So, go ahead. Yeah, so it's just going to be um, two parts bourbon. We use the chicken cock bourbon. And then... Uh, chicken cock bourbon. Oh, okay. Chicken cock. <laughs> For all you 16-year-old boys out there, <laughs> the one sitting next to me. Um, <laughs> she me- she motioned to Steve. Six, yeah. didn't get 16 that. is a lot of credit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's um, one part of the Rum Haven um, coconut water rum, and then it's one part of the hazelnut liqueur. It's the Trader Vic's hazelnut liqueur. And then two dashes of the orange um, cinnamon-infused bitters. Okay. So Wait, cinnamon-infused? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cinnamon, okay. cinnamon and, or orange cinnamon. And you were there. saying you typically would smoke this as well, right? Typically, yes. Yeah. But we're but, in an Airbnb. And we know you guys are going to do some shady stuff, so we're trying to stay off the cameras, yeah, exactly. you know, like off the radar. Well, I, I dig it. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the cinnamon, how that's going to yeah. come out. Um, yeah. Did you make these bitters or did you? Is that... Yeah, I make all my bitters. Really? I do molecular mixology. Oh, wow. So like um, infusions, and I did these ones with an ISI. Okay. What's an ISI? Um, so it's like a compression and then you use gas and I use nitro for this. Um, but it's, you know, the, um, canisters for like, um, whipped cream. Yeah. Whippets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I basically, I basically did a whippet <laughs> and that's how I created the bitters. Cool. And that's what I do. Yeah. I do, I'm interested that how the cinnamon is gonna, um, 
I think it'll work definitely with Are you hip- doubting my flavors? <laughs> I, I just met you, sir. I, I, I think the really cool Welcome, thing... Welcome, but I'm not sure about No, this. I think the really cool thing about um, a new cocktail is I like to wrap my head around uh-huh. how they're going to bring it together. Okay. Um, and I really... Uh-huh. I, I see that you have a great passion for this. So yeah. I really believe that this is going to come together in a beautiful Thank way. You. Um, I, I can see how the cinnamon and the hazelnut is going to work. Yeah. I'm interested in the cinnamon and the coconut. Oh, really? Because like... So if you think of... Um, oh my gosh, what is it? Like a painkiller? Okay. So yeah. that's like a really traditional cocktail, and that has um, the nutmeg, cinnamon, that toast, yeah, yeah nutmeg, yeah. coconut kind of thing. Okay. And you have what? What's the Jack, the Jack Frost one? I mean, that's nutmeg and coconut Christmas time infusion. That's like coconut cream and rum and stuff like this. So I could see, I could see some mix of that. So, um, well, why don't you uh, get it set up? You, yeah. You've given the people the recipe, guys. If you are listening along, you know what we always say. Don't just listen along. Drink long. God, I am just nailing it. Unless you're like uh, driving or working out or, you know, anything like that. Put it in your shaker bottle. You know what I mean? You're good. You're good. Just throw the ice in. You can handle it. You can handle it. I did some shady things. No, no, you're fine. Leah also brought glasses because all we had at the Airbnb were coffee cups. So she's saving our saving our butts today. No. These are gifts. Oh, these are your gifts. Oh, really? Oh, thank you so much. This is your gift. We're gonna get a lot of use out of those. Yeah. Okay. This is hand flavored ice. Mm. Yes, uh, that was uh, not in the recipe. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you're adding your own little touch okay. to that. I'll take you know? down to them. Yeah. No, no, you would appreciate that. Justin's actually made some uh, impromptu appearances on the episodes. He does. Yes, from time to time. So you have a dehydrated orange roll there. I do. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. We, um, Red carpet uh, for you guys. We've been using those exclusively uh, at the place I'm working right now in our old fashions. Oh, very cool. I was staunchly opposed to it at first. Why? I was like, you know, I just, there's there's something about, like, I love a good aromatic. I love bringing that yeah. to the drink. Not that, well, okay. Continue. Not, that you don't, <laughs> not that you don't get that with the dehydration. Yeah. I just love the zest of right. a freshly peeled orange yeah. wine. And I love, you know, and it's obviously flammable. <laughs> and I love fire. So, thank okay. you. We got, we got Justin in the studio now. Say hello, Justin. Hello, Justin. <laughs> How you feeling, big boy? I feel great. <laughs> we were out until 6 a.m. last night. Yeah, so. let's all, if you're listening along, give a special thanks to Justin. He picked me up from the airport yeah. in not the greatest state. So, uh, the real, the real he was champion, sober. the real champion who's making this, uh, making this go is, is Justin right now. Oh, so. cheers to Justin. Yeah, cheers, cheers to everybody. Cheers to Vegas. Yeah, cheers to Vegas. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, Vegas. Cheers. cheers, Vegas. Yes. Mmm. So I like okay. that. Ooh, I love yeah, it. I'm yeah, I love Robin Hood. I really do. So my uh, my favorite. My lady, if she never listens to the show, but if she ever does, she really loves you. If she ever does, and she uh, listens, well, she gets it. She has to put up with this enough. You know, she doesn't want to have to listen to me in her ears anymore than she already does. But yeah, God bless her fucking heart. Um, But. She knows that when I'm really wanting to get on a bender, I'll be drinking rum haven and water, and I'll do that's what I mean, that's double rum haven and water. <laughs> that's what I, mean. I do it because I can't handle my alcohol. Nice. But you do something different. I see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love rum haven, and yeah. this is delicious. Thank this you. is really yeah, coming together nicely. Yay, Mike. What hates it. No, I <laughs> did you not hear my audible mmm when I took a drink? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so do I need to say more? I love this. 
I don't, I don't have yeah, the refined yeah, palate of you. You can you you de- you describe the drink the so orange so bitters well. are really subtle. I think that's one of the things uh, I, I was curious when you say orange cinnamon bitters. I was like, how's that? You know, how strong is the cinnamon or the orange going to be? The orange yeah. is very subtle. The cinnamon mm-hmm. kind of gives yeah. it that light spice in the back end, like you're saying with yeah. like a nutmeg to complement the coconut. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can definitely taste the coconut and the hazelnut mm-hmm. coming together. So perfect name with mixed nuts. <laughs> also, I love it. I, I really dig it. <laughs> Actually, it, to me, it's it's a maybe it's just because it is fall, but it, it's a it's like a good fall kind of drink. You know what I mean? It's it still yeah. has that warmth of the alcohol, but it's very fragrant and yeah. And it also has a really cool color. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot um, it's not as dark as I think a lot of old fashions that might have a ton of sugar or syrup or molasses or some type of honey in there. Um, it's closer to like a clearer rum. Yeah. I mean, it's like a nice golden kind of kind of color, uh, almost like a pale Tom Collins for some reason. But uh, I love it. Well, it's got an orange hue to it, but it's definitely a lot lighter uh, than what you think of as a classic old fashioned. So I dig it. I very yeah, much yeah, yeah. You guys approve? I'm I would like to. Thank I would like much. to have the smoked version if we mm. could just burn this. We can Airbnb go outside. Yeah, we can burn this Airbnb to the ground, <laughs> well, and we can go outside. Whatever well, you want to do. We're gonna do it right this week. But um, if okay. you're if you're listening along, if you've stocked up, as we always say, and I'm gonna say it for a second time, okay. don't just listen along. Drink along. There we go. That was more emphatic. We really need to get better at nailing that toast section. I think I'm jumping the gun on it, but we'll we'll improve. Um, as we always promise you that we will. Uh, okay. I do have something else for you guys to taste, so I don't know if you want to taste now or if you want to taste later in the episode. Let, let's do it at the halftime. Okay. After, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, Leah, let's jump right into our first okay. kind of section oh, of the no. show. We Shit. call it our drink, okay? <laughs> this is like your service industry LinkedIn. So okay. tell us first, how did you first ever get into the service industry? Oh, first job, first opportunity, how'd you get into the business? I was 19 years old. Because in, yeah, I was a little, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how naive I was at the time. Um, But I mean, no, I was 19. And in Arizona, you can legally serve when you're 19. You can't drink until you're 21. But I worked at, um, I was a cocktail waitress. I just had turned 19. And I was a cocktail waitress at like a country nightclub. Okay. In Arizona, when I um, when I was just getting into college, so they have like line dancing and no, well, they would have that, but it was it was like a nightclub, like mm. it was just Honky debauchery. Tonk, donk, donk kind um, of we had like yeah, it was you envision just debauchery. I don't even know how to like, <laughs> so I'm, like, like a, a, I'm getting like, like those flashbacks. <laughs> country music, kind of like, steroids, yeah, like bass on in a club setting. That yeah, kind of like we have Stonies locally. I don't know if you guys have been to Stonies. Um, but it's kind of like, but I, don't I thought know. Stoney's yeah. was like a shitty, um, like well, steakhouse. Uh, no steaks. Oh, that's Shoney's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, um, or it's kind of like a cross between, um, uh, Coyote Ugly, okay. you know, kind of like that vibe, okay. but, um, just completely, I was not prepared to what I got into. So, so. that brings me to my obvious next question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you have to wear some crazy outfit? Oh, every every night was a different crazy outfit. But it was so funny. You know, I was 19, so yeah. it was such a good time. It's mm-hmm. Halloween every day. Yeah, oh, it was, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's cool. Um, um, lots uh, of crazy can outfits. you share the name of the place? Um, it's no longer it's no longer in existence. Well, it ran it? its course, um, but its name is Cactus Moon. Cactus yeah, it was, it was iconic, though. Like, oh anyone God. that's been to Tucson, Arizona definitely has probably been arrested there maybe um or should say, have been i was gonna say with a name like that i yeah. feel like there are more than a few people from tucson that woke up the next morning and be like oh dude what happened well first mistake is we went to cactus Moon. <laughs> oh yeah absolutely and we were right outside of the air force base 
Oh. So. Oh, so it might not have been a cop bar, but it was. Oh, it was a cop bar as well. I mean, it was every. I mean, it was wild. It's just yeah. It was. How big? How big is this place? Oh my gosh. Headcount. Oh my gosh, I want to say a a couple thousand. Whoa. People. How many bars are we talking about in this? Um, three. Okay, this is a big joint. You guys are doing. Got to be doing. Thirty to sixty thousand dollar nights. Well, this was back back in the day, and it, our prices were so different. It's Arizona, yeah, it's a little cheaper. Like yeah. what I'll ring now, I would ring in a week there, and I would just get my ass kicked, you know. Oh, and now I'm like, that's so, crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Wild. So talk about um, talk about getting thrown in the fire, like first job. Oh my God. I, I thought you were gonna tell me like a lot of people come on the show. They're like, yeah, I worked at a Wendy's. For a little bit, and then at an ice cream parlor. My liver wishes. Then, <laughs> I did. You jump, you jump but, right in. Yeah. Well, look. How? Um. Last question before we move on. How long were you green in that? Uh, that that first stage of the business before it wore off. Oh man, you know I I I think I still am because I <laughs> I'm I'm like 15 years deep now, yeah. and just last night I had an experience where I. You, you know, every I keep telling myself like, oh, I'll never be shocked. I've never, I'll never see anything that shocks me. I've seen everything, and it just keeps happening. So I feel <laughs> like I'm Vegas getting greener too, so. almost. Yeah, <laughs> forever unfolding labyrinth yeah. of, of debauchery and bullshit. Yes. Yeah, it just um, never ends. So. That is this business, and why we do the show. So yeah. that's <laughs> awesome. That's a great. That's a great kickoff, and you're probably battle tested because of that. I mean, that's you know when you started that failing, level, but when you, no, no, I'm just saying when you started that level, oh, and you go to yeah. the next job, you're like. Eh, you know. Yeah. I worked at Cactus Moon, motherfucker. <laughs> like, Bring it. Try no, and it. I will say that, like, I was talking to my husband about this. Um, what I experienced in that first year, in that when I was 19 years old to 20, um, is some of the most shocking things that I've ever experienced. And I mean, and not just wild. Of your age. No, no, because <laughs> I look back now and I'm like, I couldn't even handle it now. I would my, walk right out. We've <laughs> talked about my first job in the service business on the show, Ton. Manny's family restaurant. I worked for the Greeks. I saw oh. things. I saw things that I still have PTSD about. I saw a man oh. take his penis out and put it into a cup of cream of crabs. Yeah, I thought it was the nuts. You're changing the story. We all have our kinks. If you wouldn't saying, shame, it would be great. All nuts are penises. Not all penises are nuts, right? It's that kind of thing, right? It's the whole. It's a, it, I, it was just the nuts, but. I'm just saying the penis came out. Right? All right, fine. Yeah. I don't know why I'm. As I they have do, to be so you know. like atomically correct right now. I think you need to go see somebody about that because it feels like it's kind of a repressed issue that you haven't fully worked through yet. I'm not getting you repression. Bring, you bring it up. I a was lot. 13 years old. <laughs> like, like, yeah, but you remember I'm getting excitement. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. like, so you want to shower? Next or? question on the drinking. What is the extent of your service industry experience? Now, obviously, we're going to unpack some of this on the gauntlet. So just focus on the positions you've held. Okay. So you said cocktail waitress. Yep. Just rat-a-tat-tat them off. Okay, rat-a-tat-tat. Um, I was a cocktail waitress until I was 21 when I became a bartender. Moved out to Vegas. Um, I started working in distribution, supplier side, um, and then cocktail consulting most recently, and then back to distribution. And throughout the whole process, I've been bartending. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah, bartending is a hustle, but you yeah, you I can't leave. I you, can't leave. You love it too much. I, no, yeah. I, love I still it. do it one night a week, but uh, similar to you, have kind of warmed my way into other. Parts I hate myself of this too much business. to leave it. I guess yes. it's what it is. Yes. Well, you <laughs> love you love the stage, yeah. whether you want to admit it or not. Oh, yeah. you you clearly you have me. a passion. You have a great talent for no. building drinks, Thank and you. I think that. Um, you know, working on the distribution side or even consulting, yeah. where you where you are still being creative and building drinks, that's not 
being behind the pipes, no, it's not, and putting the drink in someone's hand. And so I've been asked to leave bartending because you know it, it starts to get gray. Like you know, you don't have that focus. You don't sure. have the time to recharge. Um, but being behind the bar, it gives you that experience. You know, you, you're up on the trends. Um, you know what the, you're dealing directly with your consumers. Yeah. You know, you're you're so it's such a valuable experience. It is absolutely draining. I'm exhausted all the time. Yeah. But <laughs> and honestly, we you kind of touched on it earlier, but. This is one of the cities that you can be a career bartender. Oh, no doubt. I mean, just, I mean, you, you'll you see it all throughout as you You can put your kids through college. Oh, absolutely. You can pay your mortgage yeah. off before 30 years in a town like this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the amount that some of these bartenders are making yeah, that are with high seniority, I mean, there's a reason you're going to walk around the casino and you're going to see elderly men behind the bar mm. and you're going to see, you know, cocktail waitresses yeah. um, getting ready to retire. It's because... Yeah, that's our city. You know, yeah, you, can, you can earn it out <laughs> it's a here. Cool thing. Um, that's awesome. So I, I love the undercurrent of you. You just have you have this love affair with the bartending, and you'll <laughs> never you, you'll never be able to leave her. You know. Um, all right. So before Show we move home. on, tell us about where you're currently at. Um, you know, I know you said that you have you now do a little bit of consulting. You work on the distribution mm-hmm. side, but let's just kind of focus on the bartending. So yeah. can you tell us a little bit about where you bartend now? Um, uh, about the place. If you can share the name, great. But if not, just describe to us kind of the, the joint. Just as long as fans don't flock to me, I will share the place. Okay. But <laughs> um, So I currently work for Spiegel World. Um, so anyone that's seen the Absinthe show, it's one of the top shows in Vegas. Amazing. Um, I work for the sister show, Atomic Saloon, inside the Venetian. It is amazing. It's such a good time. I feel so fortunate to get to watch it every single mm-hmm. night. Twice a night. <laughs> Second time I feel less fortunate, but... Um, and then I also work, um, formerly it was Hard Rock, and it's Virgin now at the theater. So I get to see all kinds of crazy shows, new experiences all the time. So it's... Do you find that the uh, guests that you have are affected in any way by the show, that they're in a different kind of headspace? Absolutely. <laughs> Ab... Well, so last night we had absolutely. a dead... Absolutely? Absolutely. Because... See what I did there, Mike? <laughs> see what I did there? Very nice. Are you actually awake right now? No, or did I'm last trying, night take all I'm of your tr- fucking soul. I'm trying to watch the audio levels because this microphone's being finicky. Oh, no. no, they're good, but they're just they're spiking a little bit. So I'm actually gonna move is it. it. Me? No, it's not you. Is it me? It's Keep in mind, it's lack of uh, knowledge and preparation. Keep in mind, if we want to do a microphone switcherooski, we can do that. No, I we're just, good. I just want to make sure you're no, here with good. us, baby. I am. I am. I just want the audio to sound good. I'm sorry. Bad audio. What is a bad out? Uh, bad audio quality content. Did you have a stroke? <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's go. Come on, keep moving. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> what uh, happened last night? No, no, but but you, do you feel like I? Because it's one thing to come to a bar and it yeah. just be a dive bar, and I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna hang out, I'm gonna right. hang with my people, I'm gonna shoot some pool and have a drink. Right. It's different when there's like an entertainment experience tied oh. to it, and you're amongst your own people. Yeah. So that's the craziest thing about. So when it's fun and it's a great group of people, then that's awesome because it's everybody. So, you know, at the bar, not They're all having this shared experience of right. the show that they're seeing. And they have I a see common So, they have interest. a connection point right. so that you can start... You feel like you can almost have easier routes to a community with the people in there. Right. Well, That's kind of cool. Well, sometimes. Or not. But not always. Not <laughs> but, always. So, it's like, if it's great, it's great all night. If it's horrible and, the you know, these fans are just not the best or, mm. you know, not the best. You got a bad crowd, right? Yeah, then it's all night long. And sometimes we're fortunate enough to have three shows in a row. So, um, and like, so last night we worked, um, it was a deadhead. Do you know Grateful Dead? Oh, yeah. Deadheads? Yeah. I didn't know what that was about. I did not know what that was about. <laughs> I feel so naive. No, I didn't know. Kidding. I did not know. I found out. 
And I wish I could go back to not knowing because it was, it, it was one of those ones where I'm like, I've seen everything, you know, and then I see this and I'm like, what the fuck is this? What? <laughs> Can I say fuck? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We are, we are very crass my, on my mom, Listen, listen. My mother might not be happy. She's a big fan of the show. Why well, do you like me? She <laughs> called me at the airport today to be like, Stephen, listen, I'm really excited for you. I hope this goes well out in Vegas. I think this is a huge turning point for you and Michael in the show. But do yourself a favor. Really think about the things you're saying, how they affect other people, and how much you're cursing. On the show. <laughs> she is so right. I've, so heard, I've heard myself so say pure. fuck every oh, other sorry. sentence. What's no, but it's fine. What's your name? Lisa. And she's Lisa, I am so sorry. No, they she's made a me gem. say it. <laughs> they made me say it. Horseshit. I didn't even want to. Horseshit. She's a fucking liar. I mean, <laughs> and now he's calling me a liar, I'm man. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These drinks are just no, Lisa, too good. I'm going sorry. down too easy. Um, well, that's awesome. Please, guys, go support Leah. Go see her. Unless she doesn't. Don't flog her. Don't flog her. And before you jump to a part, are we saving that deadhead story for the gauntlet in particular? I don't, I don't know. It just, I'm still traumatized from last night. What? I have to know what happened. Well, then just give it to us. Everyone was on like, I don't even know what drugs like. Acid. They were on L- Acid? Yeah, they were probably on LSD. Yeah. They, That's no, this a, is a kind thing. of a thing. I'm so concerned. I am so concerned. Um, They spun in circles. Circles. I'm not kidding. Like, apparently, <laughs> I, I'm sure so many people are like, oh yeah, we know about this. Like, this isn't new. I've never seen this in my life before. Circles for hours, hours, hours. And they're called twirlers. Yeah. Yeah. So just I'm, now I've not, I've been to it. So I would, I've never one seen of our like one of our life. best friends and former guest on the show yeah. um, is a huge deadhead, and he's listening to this with Where a smile on his face. He's in Baltimore. Get him here. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> I have questions. He's listening to this with a smile on his face. He is a true blue through and through deadhead, yeah. and I will I will tell you my favorite. And where was he last night? Because <laughs> he might have been there. <laughs> he you might never have been there. Uh, what was the What was the event or the show it's, that was happening? Um, um, Bobby Weir. Oh, Bob Weir? Bob, but it, Weir. But Bob it, Weir? Was He's, it Bob Weir that was... Yeah, yeah. He, oh, so it was actually a Bob yeah. Weir show. Oh, okay. Two nights in so a row. Bob Weir is okay. actually yeah. in The Grateful Dead. Something yeah. like... He's one of the yeah. members. Now I know that. But yeah. Gar- Jerry Garcia's dead, and obviously there's... You know, the, the dead has kind of had this second coming And they do The with, Dead and Company with uh, yeah, John Mayer. That with part. John Mayer, and they've had this huge okay. resurgence over the last five years. They've played all these stadium shows with John Mayer filling in for... For um, uh, Garcia, but I, fucking hate, I hate I hate John Mayer. By the way, I love him. I mean, oh, sure you, you, my body is one. No, but have not... you seen him on Ridiculousness? Or... <laughs> no, I'm not saying he's a bad musician. I just can't stand. Hold him. on, time out. You know, you know that he did that on purpose, right? He has done multiple interviews. He goes, "Yeah, my first three albums. I know that uh, teenage girls uh, sell, uh, yeah, sell well, CDs." Yeah, well, fuck off. And he I don't goes, want to hear that shit. No, no, hold on. He goes, <laughs> "I want to make my money, and now I can make the music I want to make." Right, well, fair Dude, enough. Set, never... And he does an hour of stand-up comedy before all the shows, and he's legit funny. I did not know he was funny, and I didn't like his music. And then once I saw him on not ridiculousness, but the other show, you know, um, Bob or Rob Dudek. Yeah, Rob Dudek, um, uh, the Factory. Uh, Yeah, I know what you're. Anyways, he was on one of those, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's actually fucking hilarious, because it was something with like. Rob Dudek's mom, he had to apologize yes. to him. It was so funny. So, and so now, like, I didn't think we were going to come here, but now that you've brought up Bob Weir and the Grateful Dead and Dead and Company, <laughs> I have to tell my John Mayer story. Oh, please, no, no. Please, please. It's, it's two seconds. It's very quick. Okay. It's very quick. In college, my best friend, Sam Coral, love you, Sam, if you're listening to this, um, from, from <laughs> outside of Cleveland, he's a huge John Mayer fan. I'm a huge John Mayer fan. We get tickets. We go to see the show in Cleveland. And we are at um, this big uh, arena right outside of town. Um, you know, obviously the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right, right, is right in Cleveland. And we're at this big arena, and people are, like, tailgating the parking lot, mm-hmm. right, to go into the show. And 
we had kind of heard, we didn't see this, but we had heard that there was this guy in a full teddy bear suit, like oh, a giant yeah. teddy bear outfit, walking around and being like, hey, how about this John Meyer guy? <laughs> Hello, let's go John Meyer. And people were like, dude, fuck off, man. It's John Mayer. You're an asshole. And he was, uh, uh, you know, obviously big, big, uh, like giant um, mask on, so you can't see the person's face. And... This person's like, yo, can I have a hug? I love John Meyer. You love John Meyer. That kind of thing. People are like, dude, get out of here. It's John Mayer. You're an asshole. And the show starts, and a man in a teddy bear outfit walks out on stage, and he takes off the head, and it's John Mayer in the teddy bear outfit. <laughs> he had been walking around in the parking lot fucking That's with right. fans That's before right. the show, right. and he goes right into his first song. And you, May, dude, maybe I'll give so him good. another chance. I, it's because of those. So it's terrible. because of those those albums, <laughs> those songs I heard. You have to see how funny he is, though. Because that changes his music. Like I, I'm not a huge. His fan. last two albums have been legit, like good blues music. I mean, it's he's, maybe I'll give him another chance. It's because I, that was my impression of him. Man. He knew what he was doing. It's I did give him a chance long ago, and I was like, "This fucking one. sucks. Change the station." Well, not the music, but he's funny. He's <laughs> yes. funny. I don't know about the music. Like the the Wonderland, I, I, I wasn't into it. Wonder, I, mean, I hate I fucking. Hate I'm not sitting song. here endorsing the first couple albums. It's just he's crazy like a fox. He made his money, yeah, and now he's doing what he wants to do. Okay. Anyway. Let's let's put John Mayer to bed and the Deadheads to bed as well. I um, can't. <laughs> acid is a hell of a drug. We'll just leave it at oh that. Oh my god! And let's hop let's hop right into the meat and potatoes of the show. Yeah. Leah, are you ready? No. <laughs> well, I'm scared. Too fucking bad. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. We are ready. Here we go. Okay. This is the top 10 questions that we call the gauntlet. There's only one way to get to the end, and that's straight through. Grab your machete and start cutting through that forest, because here is the gauntlet. Okay, Leah, question number one. Pet peeves and misconceptions. Tell us about your pet peeves for either customers employees, just a service business, or misconceptions that people have about the service industry? Um, well, misconceptions. Definitely that it's not a serious career. I think that's something that is just hilarious to me because having you know left and seeing what else, you know, diff, um, holding positions that people think are much more respectable, I think it's funny because the stress I've been put through as a bartender, mm. the skills that I've acquired as a bartender, um, you know, the patience required, it, just everything, all these skills that are so necessary to be successful. So, um, that are people applicable say, oh, in a lot of professions. Yeah, like dealing yeah. with human beings. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, just what we go through in a night. You know what we have to deal with, and then when people will say, "Oh, you're just a bartender," mm. I'm like. Wait, what? And what do you do? You know, like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that you were a rocket scientist. But, um, I think yeah. there is, you know, I've been, we, we've talked a lot about that one on the show. Yeah. What else do you do? Mm. Are you just a bartender? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right? just a bartender. That's funny. And then when people, um, you know, I'll have my um, my college bar key and people will say, oh, and you and you do this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm very proud of it. Did you want to buy light? Like, you know. But it's really interesting to see how, um, people don't take the profession very seriously. And it's mm. it's so funny. I mean, you know, not everybody, but so many, yeah. like, novice. And I'm like, do you understand what we go through? And do you understand how difficult it is and how many people start and can't handle it? Yeah, well, absolutely. I, you know, so it's, you so know it's, it's interesting. You just said people don't take it seriously. And I know yeah. you meant patrons, right? Like, yeah, yeah, coming yeah, in. Yeah. But 
that just kind of sparked an interesting thing. We talk about this on the show a lot, how, how people in the service industry are sometimes made to feel lesser than that they're not, they don't pursue a serious profession. They can't make a living. Right. Um, Vegas is a great example of that not being the case. It's yeah. an entertainment and hospitality town. There are plenty of people making a great living in this business. Um, but I also think now that we're kind of talking this out, you know, there are people in our business that don't take it that seriously. And that's okay too. Like there, you, it doesn't need to be, or the, take it too seriously. Right, right. That it doesn't, side too. 100%. <laughs> it doesn't need to be the end all be all. Right. It doesn't have to be the profession. It can be your side hustle. Yeah. Right? I think the 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 thing about this business that I'd like to see a greater respect for is what it truly, what it pushes you to as a human being. How yeah. much you can handle. How much stress you can cope with. How organized you can stay. How level-headed you can stay. How locked in. How you're going to work. Those are some of like... Those are some traits that are going to be applicable in any business and make you just a really, uh, a really dynamic person. So um, that is where I feel disrespected. Is maybe less that they don't understand why I don't work a nine to five. Well, because like, that's hard for people to conceptualize. But to kind of piggyback on that is when I was nineteen and I got started in the beverage industry. Um, I wanted to go into aviation because my father is an air traffic controller and that was really intriguing to me. You mm. know, I kind of like followed him along his journey and I really wanted to. Um, following those footsteps and all the things that were alluring about that the aviation industry are what have kept me in the beverage industry which is you know you you have to be thinking on your toes you have to be able to handle all these crazy situations you dropped you dropped multiple knowledge about pressurized gas within the first 10 minutes of this episode (laughs) (laughs) what was it asi isi like i mean yes there is some really cool technical Things that you can learn if you're curious. Well, and additionally, what it always comes back to me is, uh, for me, is what, how you were talking about it in the beginning is how much you love it. Yeah. There may be people who have what you know general society would consider like a more honorable profession, but yeah. how many yeah. how many of those people truly love what they do? Mm-hmm. You right. know what I mean? How many of them chase that career because they're like, this is going to make me money and I'll be able to retire, yada exactly. yada yada. Whereas you can still do that in the service industry, but you genuinely love it and right. you don't want to leave it. Another thing I love about it too is you can transplant yourself all over, really all over the world. Yeah. You can go yeah. in all these, you can move from city to city if you are good at your you craft can make a buck. and yeah. you can make a good living and you can explore if you want to. So right. I think it's, I think it's such a cool industry and the people that can handle it yeah. always turn out to be some of the most interesting people that you can meet. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like if you can make it in this industry, God bless you and you can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. There is one additional layer and I do think that is specific to the United States. I do think that there's greater reverence for the glue of uh, community outside of the U.S. And I'm talking about the barbers and the bartenders and the people that work at the salons. We've lost a little bit of that in this, like, um, you know, grind culture we have in America where it's like, we got to make all this money and I have to have such great status and everybody's got to love yeah. my LinkedIn and I got to show off on Instagram. I, right. do, I do think that there is a greater reverence for the people that make up the fabric of your local community. Mm-hmm. Um uh, maybe you get that more in like small towns in America still, yeah. but I definitely see it in, you know, we've talked to some of our European guests, um, you know, Amy Moss and uh, JT uh, is a very different mindset and respect for those people that are, um, are hosting uh, 
you know, a bar or any type of hospitality or entertainment. And I, I'd like to see a little bit more of that, more yeah. of that in the U.S. Just like city to city and bar to bar, and just with a greater consciousness from the patrons. And in the right places, you find that because there are those town, those bars in every town where that's the local place where it's the third space. From what Meg, one of our other guests, talked about, that's your third space where you go. It's not work. It's not your family. It's this other place that you can go and find community. So I think there's those places all over, and. Um, uh, that's, I'm excited to hear more about uh, some of those places in Vegas because yeah. especially yeah. coming into Vegas, you know, um, there's so many places where I go to Fremont or whatever else, but yeah. I'm, I'm really okay. curious to hear about where the industry people like to hang out in Vegas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Fremont. Fremont, yeah. Fremont Arts District, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fremont's Definitely. the best. We, we're getting some more local places. When I first moved out here, it was rough, but now they're kind of starting to show us a little more love and now we have some spots. Okay. Okay, cool. Very good. <laughs> yeah. So number two, let's keep okay. it rolling okay. here. Best tips and worst tips. So oh these, just keep in mind, do not need to be monetary. Mike, kind of elaborate on this one. Yeah, I mean. Oh, I don't need any elaboration. I've right, gotten some got bad it. tips. No, no, I just mean don't always think yeah. of them as right. cash. We, right we are now. interested to know if you have them, though. But uh, they don't have to be. They can be. One of one of our non-monetary gifts was a, a bracelet some older gentleman gave one of his favorites. Oh. You know, what Steve got a knife set one time. I got you know? invited to one of my regulars uh, grandkids' baptism, yeah. and then there was like a big meal after. It was a great. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a kind of a cool tip. So it's that's something that I really don't. Um, having moved to Vegas, we don't have as many. Reg- I mean, you do appear in like a more local spot. Right, it totally makes sense. Gaming, like yeah. gaming, you don't have regulars. Like everyone thinks that they're married to you. Yeah. It's like a whole different <laughs> thing. Um, but then I won't see the same guests. You know, maybe I'll see them every again in a year or just yeah. never again so you love them so much and you're like oh i want you to come back and yeah. you'll never see them again so it's a different culture um as far as regulars um but um when it when it comes down to tips um i worked avn at hard rock which is um the adult mm-hmm. uh, video network i think is what it is avn yeah um awards and those were some of the worst tips i had received because i was receiving all kinds of samples of products that people were sampling or you know promoting whatever elaborate and, uh, <laughs> i mean obviously it's like sex thanks for the whiskey <laughs> here's a vibrator yeah, no, literally i mean i was like getting some weird things and they're like explaining how to use that and i'm like just nodding a lot like yeah I, I, I do that on a regular basis thank you for this uh, so what's the street value on this yeah. bad boy <laughs> yeah thanks for the accoutrement you think yeah. i can unload this on facebook marketplace yeah. <laughs> oh no i kept it <laughs> no. no, but um, so those are some so definitely some interesting tips. I don't know if I would say best or worst, but most interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's good. I yeah. love. See, so you're already pushing on the boundaries of these categories, and I respect that thank about you. you. Thank you. I respect that. I, I don't want to give away all the secrets. Okay. That's kind of one of the keys to the show. Okay. Is you just don't listen to Mike Ryan. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. But don't tell the okay. other guests because we got, some, we oh, got we five more people we got to yeah. interview this week. Sorry, um, Lisa. <laughs> all right, Mike, tear up for number three. All right. Question number three, worst drink orders. And there's a few different oh. ways you can look at this. This is like drinks that you maybe hate to make or drinks that you pass judgment on. When somebody orders it, it's maybe very cliche or just cringy. You don't understand why or, they are. Or it could be the worst drink a bartender has made for you. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh my God, I thought I ordered a mojito. Yeah. <laughs> I have a salad in my glass. <laughs> yeah. um, worst drink orders. It is a little cringy. Like when I have to make a 24-ounce um, Midori Sour, that's kind of difficult because I'm concerned for their health. Uh, shots in a pint. Yeah, like when you're sour when yeah. I'm feeling it, and I'm like, that's what, always what? such a tricky one. You want to like, you you know what? What I usually do is I just make it a double. 
Well, it is a double. Like, so right. we have in the right, but I part a double is what I'm saying. Like, sometimes they'll be like, I want this drink in a pint glass, but they don't want the extra alcohol. Well, so that's how I drink because I drink way too fast and I'm a lightweight. So I'll say a single tall mm. because oh, okay, diluted a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Slow me down. <laughs> I won't do it. That's but. smart drinking though. That's just strategic drinking. Very right smart. Um, so anyway, sorry, yeah. I, I derailed you a little bit there, but you're saying. When you do have to part something like that, is it just annoying in the process? Or? I'm just concerned for them because I know it's not going <laughs> to end up well. And then I feel like I'm an enabler in this situation. <laughs> but I think, so that's one. And then the opposite coin of it is the people, that, this cocktail culture is kind of like on the rise. So it's these people, especially the younger people. I was working at Cosmo for a while, which has like a big mixology program. Um, but these 21-year-olds that will come up with they're just trying to flex their knowledge or whatever, and they'll just, they want to get really intricate with things, or um, I don't know, they want to they get really, they, they want to feel like an expert and they have no idea what they're talking they about. They heard about oh, some specialty right. cocktail, yes. and they want to they want yes. you to make it for them, and they, yes. they don't even know what the hell it is. Yes. They're ordering hipster style, they're yeah. giving like short order yeah. shit. Uh, three shakes of a bit, like Ron yes, Burgundy yes. and Anchorman. He's like three shakes of bitters and lamb's tail, <laughs> and, and put in a meat grinder, and then slap like, it six times, and send it out on a platter. <laughs> that's literally exactly that's how I feel because I'm like I, I'm they'll they'll give you these instructions and they're like oh because and one part this and one part that I'm like sir that's an 18 ounce cocktail I'm not really sure exactly I mean I'll give it to you it's gonna be like 300 I mean I don't know you know and but you can't be condescending and like you know we're high volume so. That's definitely. Well, that'd be another yeah. problem too when you're high volume and they're wanting these elaborate drinks oh, for, for no reason other than sense. yeah. <laughs> that's the line. That's the line that I think we are talking about with the the misconception when you say is it people say is this all we do and you're like um did you just walk in and order a seven part cocktail that doesn't exist when you don't know how to make it at and a five high parts are bar. it's two o'clock in the morning I'm six people deep like yeah gee, are you here. Right now, because I feel like the self-awareness is lacking on one side of this bar. Yeah. It's not like, right. So uh-huh. that's that, when I walk away and I'm like, you know, that's my cocktail break. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta turn the screws in you here. Okay, you've been you've been doing really good job at cutting mm-hmm. through these questions, but I gotta double down here. Oh. I because you have such a passion for the actual craft of cocktailing, and I don't think I've ever used that as a verb, but um, cocktailing, <laughs> uh, making craft cocktails. Uh, <laughs> I need to know when you ordered something and the bartender missed the mark. I um, need to know. There, it has to have happened. Oh my gosh. Well, it happens frequently. And maybe, <laughs> maybe not even in Vegas or some of the, your yeah. haunts that you go to, but I'm talking about like you were at a Chili's in Dallas one time <laughs> yeah. and you made a mistake. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like there's there's a lot of material here. Um, but maybe when I've, I don't know, I can't think of anything specific, but... Oftentimes when you'll order something, and I, just being in the industry, I will never return anything ever. I don't care how much I paid for it. And I'm also very you, frugal, so I'll drink it. You would when you're <laughs> suffer through. Oh, absolutely. You're I a maniac. Like, <laughs> I'm pouring that on somebody else and I've ordered something else. I might not return it, but I'm, yeah. I don't know if I can power through. So. No, like I won't dump it down. And even if I'm like drinking this, I'm like, I'm going to be sick. This is going to ruin my night. But I, I mean, paid for it, damn yeah. it. I'm drinking <laughs> yeah. it. Come on, there has to be an example. So no, there I mean, has to be a time where you did that. You were, What was the drink? I mean, or like, do you remember what, what it, like why it was so bad? Um, I think just making making cocktails incorrectly um i really like a nice margarita but you know where 
to order them and where not to. That's the, <laughs> that's what I was going to say is a lot of this comes from knowing where you're at when you ordered that drink. But when I see dabbers on the bar and I and I do my research, you know. It's a dabber. Dabber like um where you put your bitters. So that means you usually make bitters in house or you okay. care enough about your cocktail program that you're putting an emphasis like you have like a a like a range of bitters. Okay. So then I'm like, okay, like you guys are kind of you you're putting that energy. You're into taking it. the extra time to just right. craft the bitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes me think that there is an investment. Right. There. Exactly. So when I see bitters on the bar, I'm usually like, oh, okay, I think I can trust their cocktails. Yeah. Um, and then, I you know I'll order whatever it may be. Margarita is the worst one because. Yeah. It's sour mix. Well, They'll give you sour mix the, if it's not craft cocktails. Yeah. They either made the sour or they didn't. Or, even worse, is that they don't have sour mix and then they have a bartender that doesn't know how to balance the cocktail. You might not get, you know, the right ratio and then you're here with like this acid You ball. essentially <laughs> get like a tequila daiquiri with no sugar in it. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's you know just me, tequila and lime juice and you're like, oh. I'm drinking it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm drinking it. I'm oh doing God. this. Well, I think Thank you, God for salt. Uh, probably, yeah. You probably are very strategic about where you order those drinks then, yeah. though, if you're going to follow through and drink it. So I get super bummed when I, like, this happened uh, just recently. I won't name the place out of respect because maybe it was an off time, but I'll do my research. And so I look forward to, you know, I'll seek out certain bars. So when I go to those bars and I order a cocktail and my, my hopes are really high and then it's just, mm. they miss the mark. That's just... It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> especially when they're setting it up that they know how to do that and they specialize yeah. in that and then they miss it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. But a small yeah. They've, they've put themselves up on that pedestal. Oh, terribly. Yeah. And you know me, I'm a lightweight, so I can only have so many cocktails in a night I, and I won't dump it. Yeah, but that's when you need to pull a card out of the 21-year-old's book and just start telling them how to make the cocktails. You know, here's where you oh, fucked yeah. up. Let me tell I you how never. to fix this. <laughs> I will never. Do you ever have adorable pity for the bartender? Like, oh. Absolutely. And you know what? Oh, you. <laughs> Oh, you young... Bless your heart. But you little baby Bambi thing. Oh, you're so... Come on, Bambi. Do you like it? I... I, I, Fuck yeah. You keep trying. You keep trying. (laughs) You... You know what? You... You really care. (laughs) You try hard. Well, too hard. I'm going to come back in six months. We're going to try this again. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. Maybe never. But... Yeah. Oh, man. That's... going high noons throughout... For the rest of the night. Well, that's... That's when you know... Like, I... I... Don't get me wrong. Like... Even on my even on my best nights, uh, there have been some times where I miss the mark slightly, oh, absolutely. and especially with a very particular drink, you know, like uh, maybe maybe a Manhattan or a Martini, where that person has a very specific way how they like right. it, and you miss the mark on that, and they switch. Oh yeah, yes. you know. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. I've been there, and especially oh, like you just feel you just like you're. I I want to jump out of my skin. I'm like, oh, do I apologize or do getting, I just roll with it? Oh, they're don't getting a Miller Lite bottle. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's not a Sazerac. Oh, Did you not enjoy your Sazerac? They seem to be dressed up like this is a big night, and the person with them is getting double bourbons, and they have the steak, and now she's drinking a Miller Lite bottle. This is oh man. And oh, now man. all of a sudden she's not thirsty. That's what you're saying. That one hurts. That yeah. one always hurts. Yeah. And you, and then you feel like you, you. It's like trying to get back a, a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend that you're like trying to impress. Again. No, I can do it. I can talk <laughs> better. I have Let me try again. Let me try again. How do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I love that one. I think that it's probably a little bit more unique to places like Vegas where it is uh, high volume, where and especially where this is a, a 
destination. It's a you know, it's a beacon in the dark yeah. for twenty one year olds. Like, yeah. oh, I'm twenty one. I can go to Vegas. Yeah. So maybe they get online and look up all oh, what drink yeah. should I try? Or they've been bartending for a year. Like yeah. it's so funny. If you would have asked me when I was twenty one how good of a bartender scale one to ten, I would have been like 10, 11. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, now you ask it's me. Worked I'm like, at Cactus Moon yeah. and you're like, I can pour <laughs> rum and coke, motherfucker. Oh, oh my gosh, some embarrassing things I've done there. Um <laughs> But now you ask me, and I'm like 15 years deep in it, and I like, you know, I'm a total cocktail nerd. I'm like, I don't know, like two, three on a good day, <laughs> hungover one. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, al- it's, it's almost good that you have that anxiety because it makes you strive yeah. to be a perfectionist with it. That's well, the, the thing. more you learn, yeah. the more you know there is to learn. Kind of that cliche. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels yeah. like there's there's an infinite amount. Like exactly. it's like space, right? Exactly. Like what we can create. With well, I love the insight too because um, even though this podcast has attracted a lot of industry people, we have mm-hmm. listeners who are not in the industry. But they still like to go out to the bars. So having that insight from a bartender's point of view of yeah. what not to do and what not to order, yeah. can you know it can save a lot of people, you know, from a lot of people from going out and making an ass out of themselves. If at the you're bar. waiting in line at a bar, this is for everyone. Public service announcement. Yeah. If you're waiting in line at a bar, keep your questions to a minimum <laughs> and have your payment ready. That's there a you sign. go. <laughs> there was yeah. The show's a roadmap. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. about. Everybody's if you're feeling impatient. We might be too. You know? <laughs> the, I'm sorry, this just, I have to say this, but at Area 15 last night, we were waiting to use the bathroom, and there were these guys standing in line for the stall, and it was taking forever, and there was like four stalls. Yeah. This one guy started getting pissed off. He's like, Look, guys, if you're coming in here to do your fucking drugs, have them ready and do them and get the fuck out. If you're taking a shit, no pressure, but no be, pressure. do your fucking drugs and get out of the fucking bathroom, because that's what he wanted to do. Was it you? No, it was not me. <laughs> he wanted. That was handsome as hell. <laughs> no, he, he wanted to go into the bathroom. He's like a sexy dog. He was, he he was waiting to do another hit of blow, and no he classes. just he couldn't get in there. So it was just it was the same yeah. thing. It was just like just when you're especially in high volume, yeah. be prepared, do it because it really yeah. just comes down to just common courtesy for the people yeah. around you, not yeah. just the bartender too, but the people standing in line behind you. Don't be a fucking asshole. Get the fuck out of the way. Well, and it's funny because when you're super busy, people think it's you're you're so busy and you're like what do you want what do you want what do you want and they'll take that extra time to be like oh and how's your day and I'm gonna like, fuck you don't you dare you just use like, right. every question just <laughs> listen we need to circle back this is a question <laughs> this is a question one pet peeve if, if I'm busy motherfucker but they think that they're like being extra crazy oh, like, no one else has taken the time to ask you but they're really gonna love the fact I was that tr- I did I was training <laughs> a brand new bartender who had never poured drinks before she's she's a baby yeah, in the bartending business she's great yeah. she's got hustle she's yeah. smart and she's gonna be right. really good but you gotta go through that phase but she's not there yet she's right. still this is how she flips the bottle god bless her right she's just not there and she covers the pour spout she's not there yet love her but love her the other day, <laughs> super busy day. Yeah. We were understaffed. We had all these people in there at the same time. It was just a random pop. Right. And she gets an order, and I see her punching on the table. I'm like, oh, my God. Every craft cocktail that we have, she's punching it. It had to be like 12 of them. And so I immediately know I need to drop what I'm doing, and I need to get involved. Oh, you're right? so good. So I start making some of the drinks, and I have her making some of the easy ones. Yeah. And we're talking them through, right? Because yeah. as I'm making, I'm yeah. like talking her through what she's yeah. making. And we have a customer sitting right at the bar. And, and he's like, you just sold all those drinks? And he's talking to her. And he's like, that's a great job. Way to upsell. Upsell, upsell, upsell. <laughs> Always be doing it. And I literally. Sir, you know, I will kill you. She's like trying to be yeah. just friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's like talking to him, but she's like getting confused. She's looking at the recipe book yeah. in front of her. And like, and so finally, I literally put my hand up and I was like. You have to stop. And I knew. 
I, and he got like like uh, phys- physically upset. Yeah. And he leaves the bar and goes to where his party is at this oh, other table. Yeah. I went over to him later and said, "Look, man, yeah, I'm so was- sorry. I did not mean to be a jerk. She's brand new. We're getting fucked. It's- she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> it's I'm not gonna you. Cry. It's just like, dude, you it's were just- going to confuse her. Like, yeah. please just trust it's me. Self awareness, because he was just trying he to be nice. It. He appreciated yes. it. It all ended up being fine, but it was just like. I had it in the in that moment because I got it seven things going through my head and I'm yelling I'm like talking to her and I'm just like dude you stop stop literally stop, stop. so uh, all right. I don't, don't do chairs at the bar I don't do like I'm at the point well in my career I do not work anywhere that there's chairs at the bar okay I mean I have a lounge that sometimes I get placed in but yeah <laughs> you don't like that you don't like the no because being that's able not to what, anchor yourself um that's not. What I've ever experienced, and you, so I'm used to like high volume, more like nightlife. High volume, I totally understand. Yeah. A lot of right. time, that's what I'm assuming where the money is going to be too, unless you're yeah. working at a place yeah. where the the bills are just you know hundreds. of I don't dollars. like food, and I don't like chairs at the bar because okay. chairs at the bar, that's like, you know, that's someone that's posted up, mm-hmm. and then they have real estate. <laughs> I love volume. I love the move. I love the hustle, and I I still work in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one day a week at DOS, but they got chairs at the bar. Don't listen to they them. They do. <laughs> they do. But um, I'm just, they got they have food there too. So. No, no. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, five six deep. All my my point is, I do prefer having a dive bar where it can be with my people. Mm-hmm. They yeah, can that's what I enjoy. Yeah. So as a girl, and I know other girls are feel differently about this, but I cannot stand that because men and like you know they they just start to you feel ogled. Not necessarily ogled because that you kind of like get that. I mean, I, that, get a little the, too familiar. Then they just have this this kind of like. Um, you are now their girlfriend. They get jealous when you talk to other customers. Oh, it's just like this whole really? and multiple. You'll have multiple in a night. Really? Yeah. They'll they'll the confront customer. I mean, all females, regardless of you know your your fifth your. Appearance. That's actually Leah. I'm sorry. That's how it is for me too. The ladies. No, are like, I, You're know, not, I know. I know. You know why are you talking to the other ladies? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, we can we can dive into that. It's, 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 it's well, we're we're getting we're getting to uh, ratchet and crazy customers. So maybe oh, yeah, soon. I got a great story from the Denver oh, airport. No. Okay, oh, we'll, no. we'll talk about that today. All right, number four, ultimate mistakes and fuck ups. These can be yours. Oh. Yeah. Well, she was already saying that she's never had any, so they're going to have to be coworkers. Uh, or... Something I know. Things you, things you've uh, noticed. Right. Something I've never personally done, but. Um, I mean, I've done I've done so many things that I'm so embarrassed of now. But the worst is when I was 19 years fresh, and um, so as a costume 19 waitress, years fresh, fresh, fresh. That's fresh. a porn thing. <laughs> My brain was there too. Oh God, I'm so dirty. I know you too well, you motherfucker. www.19yearsfresh.com. <laughs> Division of Bang Bros. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, please just subscribe. I can't help no. myself. Um, <laughs> But yeah, is that good? We're done. <laughs> no, continue. So um, you're young. You're yeah, banned. yeah, I'm just a little baby. Um, but someone, so we had like a beer. T- so the cocktail waitresses would rotate through these beer tubs like on these really busy nights, and we had just beer and then shots of tequila. And one of the things I had was um, Patron, and it was in a cooler. And some guy comes up and he's like, "Oh, can I'm super like I think I have ten people deep like all around me," and. Um, he goes, oh, can I get a shot of Patron chilled? And I'm like, uh, yeah, um, I don't, okay. So I pour the shot into the shot glass and I take it into my beer tub, which is just like a trough of ice mm-hmm. and I just hold it. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm busy as hell and I'm just holding it and I'm just looking at him like, like panicking because I have all these people like, and, and I'm like, I'm like, um, I just have this ice and because he's like, what the fuck is she doing? 
and I'm just holding it there. And then he's like, just laughing at me. He's like, it's fine. I was like, you think this is enough? I swear. And was with all the sincerity. And I pulled it from the fridge. With all the sincerity in my entire heart. I was like, do you think this is enough? And he's just like laughing. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, he's like, you you bless you. It's it's great. I love it. You did just the right amount. And the the correct answer would have been, oh, yeah, I'm getting out of the fridge. Is that good? Yeah. Oh, you want to shake it? Okay, go to the bar. You know, but at that time, I was like, oh, quick, think. Like, how can you chill this? You're a problem solver, and I love it. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to chill this one way or another, you know. Ice is cold. I knew that. There's a big tub of it. Maybe. See, what drives me nuts is when I go and order, and this is always the newer, this is always newer bartenders, um, and I order a shot of whiskey, yeah. and they chill it, or tequila, uh, and they chill it without asking me. In my opinion. And then they water it down and everything else. In my yeah. opinion, it is sacrilege to chill three things, okay? Any whiskey, any tequila, and Grandma Nye. If you chill that shit, get away from me. I am not going to order from you again. All right, those are those are those are trigger points for me. Those are not to be chilled unless they're in a drink. Drink is one thing, but I'm talking yeah, about no. if I'm taking it straight. If I ask for a rock, that's one thing, but especially shots. No. Oh no, you're right. You're whiskey, right. tequila, grandma, yeah. Well, and I think touch it. just for my palate, whiskey and tequila, especially with good ones, are delicious. When you actually get a good one, I, I, why do I, you want it chilled? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It takes away from some of the complexity for mm-hmm. sure. Um, that's a great one. Did you want to do, add any more to this category before we shut it down? No, I'm going to plead the fifth on that. That's a good one. I like <laughs> that I mean, one a lot. It was, yeah, I thought you, it was your friend you said that did that, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I'm just going to take the fall for her because she'll be so embarrassed. I know. Yeah. Look like, at you. Yeah. Look at you. Good, humble friend. Bravo. That's right. me. I really respect that about Thanks, you. Man. Mike, take us home with number five, and then we'll get right. into a little bit of our halftime. Yeah, now, so we got to know you a little bit and kind of got some of your, your pet peeves and, you know, kind of the way you see the, the industry. But now we're going to start to get into the really good stuff of the gauntlet. Oh. The, 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 the last half is where, where it starts to get a little juicy. Question number five we're is kick- always a little bit of a tease. How crazy this is. Yeah. Oh, oh, question number five is health code violations. Yeah. So that. I know that you haven't worked with food very much, but yeah. I imagine from the cactus moon and <laughs> everything else in Vegas, you probably have plenty of stories to share. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, code violations. Oh my gosh. Are there there has to be some shit going down outside? in Tucson. Are the feds outside? <laughs> <laughs> are we sure? Um, I I mean just violations, but yeah. I, Having kind of um, just the bar atmosphere and not working in kitchens as much, nothing that's like crazy concerning. Um, but the biggest, the biggest thing is touching fruit. Guest, <laughs> guest touching, touching t- fruit. Oh my gosh, yeah. I will dump. And then it's it's fucked up to my bar back too. Like because, reaching. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, my god. Yes, that's something that I haven't been experiencing. Um, now that I'm working in more like high end establishments, um, and I think people have been schooled enough, and I have like um catering to a little more mature clientele, not the 21-year-olds, but in the college bars, people would just, and you're so busy, and they're like, I just want to lie, I'll just, you know, and they think, they like, think it's okay. They think that they're mm-hmm. helping you. Yeah. Like, 100%. They're not, they're not Like, oh, she's busy, I'll get it, yeah. Right, yeah. and I'm like, oh, cool. So I'll just take them right in front of them, and I'll just give smile. them a little smile, like, I'm going to die. And then they don't have <laughs> and then my barman looks at me like, I'm going to kill you, and it's just, it's lovely all around. Like, yeah, but that, what a way to teach them, though. 
Like, just smile at him, the music's going wherever, and then just... I do have to imagine that if I ever did that, and then a bartender not losing eye contact was just like... Now you've ruined everything. Now everyone waits. And then you just tilt your head to the side, and you walk away, dude, that would freak them out. I mean, just like one single tear, just like... Yeah. So. What a note to close it down. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a little halftime break, and then we are actually going to come back with a couple quick hitters. We're going to do a taste test. We actually forgot to do our cocktail history, and our cocktail history is super cool this week. Yeah, you've been. This is like the second time you've done this, man. What the? Cocktail, you need to get your shit together, Steve. To cocktail history. Yeah. I'm not a professional. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not great. Was so anyone a professional? I'm not. But we're gonna come back yeah, with our cocktail are. history. Fuck, fuck, fuck. While we're doing our taste test, I'll tell you guys about a little bit uh, about uh, chicken cock uh, right. bourbon, which Thank is you. a really really cool story. Can't wait to share that with you. And then obviously our second half kickoff question. Oh, yeah, Ratchet and Crazy customers. No, Wait. our other second half kickoff question. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, we, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. All right, a little halftime. People, take your shit, smoke your darts, and we'll be right back. Way to creep the guest out, Steve. I'm, I'm currently creeped out. It's a spooky um, Halloween episode. <laughs> This episode of the Bartender Ramp Podcast is brought to you by CIC PowerBox, your all-in-one portable power solution for AC electric, compressed air, and heavy-duty jumpstart. Our patented technology provides silent and emission-free power that recharges while you drive. With customers ranging from farmers and contractors to highway departments and military bases, the CIC PowerBox name has been put to the test for over a decade in the hardest-working environments. Whether you're working remote or have limited access to a power source, CIC PowerBox will help you get the job done. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerBox.com to view our product line. CIC PowerBox. Wherever you go, go with power. Okay, we are back. What a halftime it was. I had a fresh drink in my glass, and let me tell you, this one has the added layer of smokiness to it. That is right. Oh, that's right. We do need to put a little dehydrated orange in there. But Leah was nice enough uh, during halftime to go out onto the patio and properly smoke this drink, really bring the whole recipe together. We took a nice little video for y'all. So yeah. I will, and Mike doesn't believe me when I say this, but I will post this video so you guys can all see, um, I think, the true nature of this drink. Is that fair? And you told me there's like some tea extract in the the smoking top. Is that yeah, we smoked um, we smoked the spice orange tea, so that was what created the smoke. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> and that added to kind of like some of that orange bitter flavor, and I think almost the cinnamon kind of the cinnamon <laughs> came out more. It felt you, like that burnt cinnamon. You're uh, finally convinced that it worked. <laughs> I know, I am convinced. I'm wholly <laughs> convinced that it works. But all right, as we ease back in, and I get this new drink in me, and I'm very excited uh, to sip on this. I am now remembering <laughs> so, that we so never did <laughs> our cocktail history, okay? Um, I want to really lean into this because tonight we have a very, very cool bourbon that we're working with. It's called Chicken Cock. That's right, people. Chicken Cock Distillery all right, out of Paris, Kentucky, started by the great distiller Mr. Foley. Only known like Cher, not by a full name, just by Mr. Foley. A lot of people don't even think that was his <laughs> real name. Back in the 1850s. Now, I could tell you a lot of things about chicken cock bourbon, but I want to I wanna really focus in on the time during Prohibition in the early 1900s. Fascinating story happened. So, 
Steve, Obviously, would, we know. Would you please put your beer down? You were, you were making me so nervous. Your hand is just going. I'm like, just see it all over your computer. I'm sorry. Let my sausage. Dad, stop. Let my sausage fingers do it. Okay. Um, oh, I got now, in, in the in the early 1900s, as prohibition is hitting, distilleries all over the country are getting shut down left and right, and Chicken Cock Distillery got shut down. Okay. Now they were determined to continue making their products, so they actually opened they opened up a secondary distillery in Canada and started smuggling mm. their bourbon back into the States. And it was called Chicken Cock back then it as well? It was called Chicken that's, Cock that's, back that's, then. I it's didn't been called that. Chicken Cock since day one. They actually got up to six different plant locations before Prohibition between the 1850s and uh, 1900, all under the Chicken Cock name. They were one of the uh, uh, one of only six nationally what we considered at the time as nationally distributed American bourbons, they have lost kind of some of their clout as more bourbons like Knob Creek and the Jim Beam Group and and all of those have kind of uh, uh, come to the forefront. But anyway, they moved to Canada. They open up this uh, secondary distillery location in Canada during Prohibition and they start smuggling the whiskey back in. But this was the key. Unlike other distilleries that did the same thing, they took their operations to Canada, they smuggled it back in. Chicken cock made a very calculated choice to lock every bottle. They put every single batch in tin cans with padlock, like almost like makeshift padlocks on them. And so the only way you could open it is if you had the key. Oh. And it was one of their ways that they could circumvent getting found out mm-hmm. by by the feds. Because either you're breaking it open and this whiskey's spilling on the ground and then you got no proof. Or you got to pick this lock, or you got to have the key. Oh, so cool. they would ship them all in under lock and key, and and that is why to this day, if you get a bottle of um, a chicken cock bourbon, at least their original batch, they still put the classic metal tin uh, on the top of the bottle, huh. uh, and it doubles as a shot glass now. But it's a nice little like feature that they put in here. Um, the reason I wanted to tell you guys about chicken cock is not just because of the awesome name, but um, because of the story of how they started um, bleeding back into the States. So, you know, when you're smuggling something, you need yeah. a relationship, right? You need a mule. Mm-hmm. You need somebody that is going to be a front for your product. And they found that in, of all places, this bourbon distillery from Kentucky, hiding out in Canada, smuggling their bourbon in under lock and key, they found a club in the upper uh, east side of Harlem 142nd and Lenox Avenue in New York called the Cotton Club, which is one of the most controversial nightclubs in the history of this country. It started as a whites-only, very, very heavily uh, racial and segregated club that uh, put on a lot of different black performers. People like Duke Ellington, uh, people like uh, Adelaide Hall, people like Cab Calloway. Some of the most amazing performers of the early 19th century performed at this club. But... In uh, the late stages of Prohibition, as some ownership was changing in Harlem and it was becoming truly a black-dominated neighborhood, Jack Johnson, the famous boxer, actually started renting a room above the club and became the club's manager. And so now for the first time, this club that was a whites-only, like, segregated club is now being run by one of the most famous people in the world, the heavyweight title holder in Jack Johnson, who is now infusing uh, you know his culture and Harlem is becoming this this uh, black this really champion black community and it makes a huge shift 
from 1930 through 1950 as like a black only club. And it's this it's this wonderful time in Harlem where there's a lot of music and a lot of jazz and a lot of great cocktails. And uh, I just thought it was cool. We talked about the Penn Dennis Club on the show, which was that club, uh, it, you know, that was in the Waldorf Historia Hotel in New York. That was the basis of where um, the old fashioned was really first crafted and championed by some bourbon distillers from Kentucky who'd come up with their product, people from Knob Creek and other, other distilleries like that, and said, hey, uh, let's create a cocktail for the New York elite social club so we can sell our bourbon. And I thought that this was uh, cool that there's this other club, maybe kind of forgotten in Harlem, that has this unfortunate past, but also very colorful past that involves a lot of great um, music and great nightlife scene where chicken cock bourbon <laughs> was smuggled in and promoted. It actually became the house bourbon um, uh, at the Cotton Club for, oh. for almost 50 years, oh. which I thought was really good. Yeah, that was great. I really so, enjoyed that. Um, thank you for letting me detour that. Can you, can you say the name one more time before we move on? Chicken Cock. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So I know we were going to do a little bit of sampling. Are we still on that track? Are we? I want to. I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm here for you if you so want. So let's talk, let's talk sampling. What do we, what do we do? So this is the electric dust. Um, this is a product created by Marina, Marina, um, Marisa, 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 and uh, she was the mixologist that opened Cosmo. She's currently at the Wynn. She's amazing, and um, this is a product that was kind of um, invented based off of her verbena cocktail that's still at the Cosmo. It was her creation, and it went social media viral because it has the buzz button, not buzz ball. I kept calling it buzz ball, but it's buzz button um, flower, which will numb your palate and then it kind of creates a tingling sensation and it's I think of it as caffeine for your taste buds hmm. so you're what what I like to tell people to do is like take a sip of your cocktail and then kind of like well, you've had a few of them so um but <laughs> no no judgment right, that was a pot shot no. there <laughs> no judgment it's a Come fabulous on. cocktail created by a very I've beautiful woman today, okay <laughs> No, um, and I encourage you to have more sips, but so you kind of get familiar with the flavor pro profile profile in your cocktail, and then I've had a few. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also had a few. Um, sorry, Lisa, but um, <laughs> but then after you have the electric dust, then you're gonna kind of be able to pull out notes. I look at it as like caffeine for your palate, so you'll be able to pull out some flavor, um, some notes that you were more subtle before. Maybe the cinnamon is going to be a little bit more prominent. Sure. Um, but so, so yeah. just just to look at it in a rudimentary way, is this almost like um, with the numbing sensation, you're yeah. you're almost like putting the taste buds to sleep, and then as they come back awake, there's a more vibrant uh, uh, connection with different flavors that you maybe weren't picking out before. Is that kind of a way to? So I don't know if they're ever going to feel like they're being put to sleep, it's going to be a numbing sign. It's an awakening. It feels, for me, but I'm interested to see what you guys think because you might feel like maybe they're... Um, so how do we, how do we, do we so, put it in the drink? Or so this just... is something, so at the Wynn, she has, um, Marina has a few cocktails where it's a rim. Um, you can put it inside the cocktail, but I'm just, for, for what we're doing here, I'm just going to put it on your hand and then you're okay. going to lick it. Okay. <laughs> see, now from so, the packaging, I thought it was something you got tipped from the AVN Awards. <laughs> no, they're not that good to me. <laughs> And then it's um, blue and sparkly, so it's just super fun. And she also has a yellow one now, too, so. Yeah, so just lick it. 
Oh my god. This and is this is really cool too because Thank you get you. that fun sensation. Um, oh my god, it's glittery. Yeah, it's wild yeah, looking. it's so pretty. I mean, I'm just so impressed by this product. Like, I'm such an advocate for it. I gotta, I gotta take a pic of this. We usually don't go full fanboy on the show. Right, so we it should, out. We this should, is, this we is should the do time. it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> good. Shit. That's, that's, bad joke. I'm no, sorry. it was, it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cheers. And the flower, when you do the um, the verbena cocktail has the buzz, buzz button flower. And you have to chew it up, and it's just peep. That's the um, primary complaint is that it's just not a very enjoyable experience when you're chewing up the flower. It's an interesting texture. Mm-hmm. It's like soft. I thought, yeah. I thought it was going to be well, like, and it looked it looked almost because it looks almost like a, can, a candy. Pop or rocks something. or nerds or something. But it does yeah. it does. I can taste that plant. I can taste the yeah. It feels yeah, floral. Flora, it's floral yeah. for sure. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's nice. It's enjoyable. Oh my god! It's a little bit. You you can feel it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your tongue's blue. Your tongue's blue, my tongue's blue. It's, yeah, it's like cocaine for your tongue. I mean, I yeah, know. that's just, exactly what I'm, it is. I'm was, speculating. Based I on what I'm is this what Smurfs feel like all the time? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Oh, my God. Okay, I see what you're saying. And you can take more. Sometimes, like, people... I do feel like oh. I'm, like, salivating. Yeah, you get, like, yeah. So do you feel like they've been, like, put to sleep and then reawakened? But it's, I just feel only awakened. No, it's... it's it, it, I, get, I have a hard time describing tastes or yeah. smells or colors. But, um... After the, the, the sensation on your tongue is weird. It's kind of a tingling, yeah. but it's. Uh, but yeah, the I have the perfect metaphor. Oh God. I think I know. I think I know how to describe this to people. Okay. When I just licked that and then took a sip of my drink, you know how they say different parts of your tongue have different yeah. flavor profiles, which is not true. That's it was a lie. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless. Let me use that as a basis to explain what I'm about to say. <laughs> no. It's almost like can't. all of them have a microphone now. Yeah, it's that's what I think. Yeah. yeah. Those flavors where I can. Um, and I can distinguish them a little yeah. bit more, but man, this drink is bursting. It's like <laughs> almost like if you if you took the flavor profile of this drink, you made it a fruit, and then fresh pressed it. That's what's happening right now in my mouth. Feels like my old taste buds were scraped away, and there's a new layer of my tongue tasting this drink for the well, first time. Well, they are blue time. now. And, yeah. it does <laughs> have, and your tongue buds. So and it does fun. have a pop rock. I mean, it's it, really it tingling in there, yeah. in, the, in the like roof of my mouth. This is wild. So they actually do they shake this in the drinks? So you just can. I but I think I don't yeah. think it, you get that sensation. Um, it is in some cocktails, and that's. I mean, it's you can do it in so much. It's fun. It makes it blue. It's sparkly. Um, but I like it separate. So you wow. definitely well, can because you can taste the drink first for right. a while, and yeah. then you can t- experience the difference in, yeah. the, in the in the in the flavor change. I yeah. dig that. Yeah, I do I'm too. I'm obsessed, and I'll, I'll leave you guys some samples then. Yeah, tell um, us uh, where can the listeners find this. Um, so I think that it's only available online right now. So Electric Dust, you can go to their Instagram um, or the website. But um, and then also at the Win, um, oh, there's a few of Marina's cocktails that include it. Um, and then there are. Their website will show you where you can find it, but um, a lot of um, the on-premise locations throughout the city are starting to pick it up. And actually, um, I mean, she's just absolutely amazing. So I think that there's some. Um, it's kind of going throughout the country where um, some bars are picking it up. So I yeah, check it, yeah, check it out. And yeah. I will uh, flavor and sensation enhancer. You could sell this at the ABN. Um, um, okay, so that is something <laughs> that I personally haven't experienced. But that's like one of the main things that because I show this to everyone, I'm so obsessed with it. And that's one of the things. Is that, that where people's minds go immediately? It's like, oh, I know what else I can do yeah. with this. So, yeah. so well, listeners, I want you to know, I am practicing discretion right now. <laughs> I have things in my head that I could say, and I'm not going to do it. And so, I don't even have those things in my head. So just so that. <laughs> no, really these are all from really these cool. are from all the dirty 21 uh, year olds that are coming and ordering your cocktails, right? Right. Um, so <laughs> it's a lingering thing, though. It it's is not going. I away. really like. Wait. Like, I'm not even kidding. I how have long, this... How long do you? Uh, 
you experience the sensation. I mean, it will go away. It will fade away pretty quickly. Like, you probably won't be feeling it um, within the next couple of minutes. But that was a joke when I was working at Cosmo when people would say, how long does this last? And I say, oh, it's forever. <laughs> and then, you know, people, and that was my favorite thing. You know, because we got to get through our day, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> you're good you gotta, at fucking with people. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. realizing that you have, Acquired a, skill. you have a very, I think I think it's the fact that you have a very genuine delivery and, and people don't expect that you are messing with them. Yeah. You've yeah. gotten me a couple times yeah. tonight, and I'm like, uh, oh my God. <laughs> is she a little gremlin, or is she joking? Or <laughs> she is a little, she's a little gremlin. She's a, she's a joking little gremlin. Okay, well, so, speaking of. Really quick, before we move on, I just wanted to say that if the listeners do want to check it out, uh, you can go to electricdust.shop. So, www.electricdust.shop. Uh, from now on, let's not endorse anybody that's not paying. Fuck that, dude. That oh, cool. we'll bill them. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that with us. That was cool. No, it's like one of my favorite things. I have to do it. Well, speaking of things that are blue, ranch or blue cheese, Leah? Ranch, ranch. or blue ranch, cheese? Ranch, I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, Sorry. You want to elaborate now, on to that? To be fair. Um, I don't murder people, so I don't eat blue cheese. Elaborate. What are you talking about, no, Leah? To be, what in, in Leah's defense, you described me as a serial killer the, from the moment you got here. And you so, like blue oh, blue cheese all the way. I mean, I like ranch too, but like, especially with wings, right. blue I like cheese ranch. all I like the way. Blue, blue cheese. cheese on flesh? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you're saying if anybody even so like tastes blue cheese serial killer, or at least has a tendency? Wow. If facts are facts, you know. <laughs> and I'm not saying what? I am saying it. I have to. Leah, what happened to you at Cactus Man? <laughs> okay, what happened? Unpack it. Let it go. I'm Let it go. Up. Can I drink? Can I? <laughs> they waterboard you in blue cheese. Is that what happened? Is there trauma there? This okay. is ridiculous. This you want to be a fetish of yours? Is no, this is our first. This is the first time we've had a ranch only. On well, no, I think. Oh, really? No, no, no. Really? Um, bartender Scott. Yeah. Okay. Right he was a ranch only. It was yeah. so memorable yeah. that you know his name. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Please remember me. That's the only reason I. I we said we it. talk about this a lot on the show. Um, there's a lot of different categories. There's blue cheese only. Okay. There's ranch only. There's both. There's neither. The problem is there's only neither. Yeah. There's neither. So oh, that's, that's, neither. that's how he felt about it too. Yeah. Uh, neither. What do now, they do? I don't know what they do. No, I, call them right now. I assume that they don't eat wings, which I don't trust. I don't eat wings. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just don't do it. All of a sudden, this this magic fairy dust it doesn't taste quite as good. Oh, no. you need more. In all seriousness, I, I I have found that there's only one category that judges others, and it's the ranch only. Why do you have such judgment for the blue cheese eaters? Oh, I'm just teasing. <laughs> she, she lied. <laughs> no, sorry, guys. Don't kill me. <laughs> Right. No, All you right. and honestly though, you do have to give Leah credit because the, the, she's never met us before. She got she got an email if like If I came to a random address yeah, and I said, yeah. "You know what? I promised myself I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it." When Mike scared, God, when Mike scared me, when Mike scared me when I got out of the truck, I turned right to him and I, and I know Mike has a really dark sense of humor. And, I, and this house is out in the middle of nowhere. To me, it's in the middle of nowhere. I've never been to Vegas. We are about 10 minutes from the strip, everybody. Just I, 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 very I, I, clear. Or 20 minutes in Uber time. Or $20 in Uber time. I looked at Mike and I was trying to get a rise out of him. I take this with a grain of salt. I was like, does Leah know she's going to get murdered? <laughs> and yes, she does. And she I did? I, she does? I, I told him, I said, do not tell that joke when she's here. And here we are. I wasn't going to. 
So you went there with the blue and, cheese. You yeah. went there with the blue okay. cheese. All right. All right. Let's well, keep so, um, gonna, But no, this was a lovely time, and I appreciate you guys. Um, but um, on that note. No, we got to finish the episode. Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll move on with yeah, whatever else has to happen. Like, all right. Well, Mom, Dad, I love you, and you did a good job, and I'm sorry. we got to get the gauntlet out of the way first. You know. Oh, okay. Anyway, question question number six, ratchet and crazy customers, Mm -hmm. serial killers, Uh (laughs) memorable customers. This category can just be any customer that really has made an impact on you. Okay. In a special (laughs) way. good or bad. In a special way. Um, Oh my gosh, man. Um, Honestly, I think last night I'm still traumatized if I haven't mentioned it already eight no, I times. I want to hear more about the deadheads, yeah. No, I just, so, so I didn't know about them. Mm-hmm. And I even called my mom and I was like, oh, you know, like, do you know what deadheads are? And she's just like laughing like, yes, absolutely. Like, you fucking idiot. I know exactly what they are. And <laughs> What's your mom's name? Margaret. No. She's a, she's a saint. Really? Yeah. My sister's name is Margaret. Oh, uh, my mom is, nice. is an angel. Do you call her Marge? No. But why? Because I love her. Because she calls her mom. <laughs> Do you call your sister Marge? <laughs> All the time. Did she, did she enjoy it? Oh, she hated it for a long time, but she's good. She's worn, she's, she's, she's worn me. Shout out, Marge. Hey, Marge, He's passing you're good. Turn up, Phillies. No, she's cool. She's cool. Marge. <laughs> um, no, but, um, so all those deadheads, they are this, they have like this communal like mindset, like everything that's, you know, like it's. Like we, I well, I really don't know. I don't want to speak for them because this is just my. I'm only two days. In no, I want to hear it from your perspective. You're not gonna offend anybody. They're all they're all <laughs> so, fucking so burned out. They're, they're unoffended. Oh, that has not been my experience. So they, so they're so in their own world that may or may not be, you know, drug induced. And I, I really hope it is, you know, just for their sake. Um, Especially at a Bob Weir show in yeah, Vegas. Okay. Yes, it absolutely was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I didn't know what I was getting into, like at all. Um, but so these, so these people, they were trying to barter with us. Um, at the for what, for I'm what not drink even prices? Kidding. Yes. Oh yes. my fucking and for everything. Fucking hippies, and they're man. just like, we, so we have these credit card machines. We have these credit card machines where you like tap <laughs> your card. These are your people. These, <laughs> these are, are your people. Your fucking people. Uh, do you spin in circles when you no, go I to don't these shows? Spin in circles. I but do have like, you? Do you know what that is? I've been to, have you I, seen it? I've well, I've seen people dance. I've been. But in circles for hours. No, I'm like, I've never I would seen throw that. up. I've never seen it. I'm like, and and like hundreds. I think our capacity, our ticket sales, I think they were like in the two thousand range. Two thousand of them. Two nights in a row. What the fuck? What what did, what was the what was the age range like? Was it um? Mostly. Well, you know, no, I know it was every, every. It was yeah. There were I was checking IDs like um. The, the, I mean, because it seemed like it was like families, like you mm-hmm. like like generations. Yeah. So so a good way, and and I'm not a huge deadhead, right? I have right. a lot of friends that are, and I do enjoy some. And I'm not a deadhead. I like I like I, I like I, I like grapefruit. I, I like early stuff. Pig pen was my boy, you know. I joke I joke because I know you love psychedelic rock, and I love psychedelic rock too. But it's just like we never caught the deadhead wave that like some of these. Uh, I mean, you and I could rip off ten of our friends right now that have like a problem. Yeah, well, they also Where love, they love the fish they and everything else. Right now, call them. You want me to call Brian? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the band called The Fish? Yeah. Fish the band? Fish? Yeah. It's all thing. Oh. Um, <laughs> you, you, you know Fish? Fish, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. So uh, it's, not personally. But no, but I just, <laughs> I just mean it. that's in the similar circle yeah. of that kind it's of. psychedelic, like, kind of like trippy rock. But no. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I always like to play a game with deadheads, right? Or people adjacent to deadheads. Like, if yeah. you ever meet that community and you're yeah. trying to understand. I got that pleasure. So, let's do this. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. 
is there a musical artist that you like? Not favorite, yeah. but just yeah. like throw out a name you like. Doesn't um, matter what genre. Seriously. Tom Petty. Tom Petty. You like Tom Petty? Yeah. Cool. Right? Have you ever seen Tom Petty? Obviously no, he's dead. No. But, no okay. Really. Would you would you see Tom Petty? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Would you enjoy seeing Tom Petty live? I think yes. I know right. where this is going. Now, I'm um, scared. <laughs> now, 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 would you see Tom? Do I get murdered? <laughs> no. Would you see Tom Petty? We got to do it outside the Airbnb. No, no, I would not. And and so I had a guest last night. No, you night. wouldn't. So we just no one would see Tom Petty. <laughs> no, and Six, seven fucking no. Here's what you need to understand oh, about these man. people. Yeah. yeah. They They're on drugs. That's what I need to understand. <laughs> yes. When you ask a deadhead about the dead, they go. That's my 52nd show. No, yeah, it's my 113th show. And tomorrow we're going to. Oh, God, panic. they give you the set list. They yeah. give you no. where they were. They okay. give you what they wore that day. The yeah. color of their fucking... Yeah. fucking we're opening up a wound oh, that is very God. fresh for me. It's about 48 hours fresh. And, um... <laughs> 19 fresh. 48 hours fresh. 48 hours fresh is a very different point. 19, 19 years oh, fresh. And then 48 hours fresh. God. That one you have to pay for. That's actually... And oh what website... Oh my God. 48 hours oh. stale. That one's free. That one's complimentary. It's the gateway. Oh Guys? Sorry. Um, and I would just like to circle back to judging people's professions <laughs> and my website that you guys... No, we're not judging anyone's profession unless your profession is being a deadhead. You going to shows is not your fucking job, dude. Stop going to 55 shows. Rod, okay? Yeah, I love Rod. So listen, we have a friend who's a crazy deadhead and this is how bad it's gotten. Sorry, I'm telling my husband I'm live recording. <laughs> yeah, please I said, do. I said if... if I was like, I'm going to share my location with you because I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. It's probably went a little too far. Yeah. It's fair. No, it's yeah. Fair. No, I, I, everything's fine. <laughs> total. Uh, no, total everything's dead. fine. <laughs> anyway, we have a friend who's a total deadhead, and it's gotten to the point where with the dead, it's not just that you can watch their shows online or on TV. You can actually pay for Oculus headsets to be shipped to your house, and they fly a drone above or the stage. Are you sure that's not the fish? No, it's for fish and yeah. and and dead and company. Okay. And they fly a drone above the stage, and you can three D virtual be at the show through the drones. Uh, about guy, these people were not three D virtual anyway. This guy, <laughs> like, this guy would drink, do all of the accoutrement that goes along with yeah, being a deadhead, yeah. and he would sit on the couch with his three D headphones, and he would just <laughs> well, spin around like you're talking yeah. about. Well, what's Crazy. The facial expressions, and I'm like, I think, I think the show lasted like um, from when we opened the doors. I think it was like four, uh, maybe four to five hours, and there were, I mean, and not one, two, three, four, five. I mean, it was a packed house, and multiple, multiple people were, had no change in their facial expression, and had spin in so many circles that I'm like, in what fucking world? Like, I just, I just, I'm, I'm just so intrigued. What were the taps like? Were you guys making money? Were people ordering drinks? I mean, we do, we do well always because we're so skilled and so attractive. No, <laughs> no, but no, I mean, we did well. Um, and the people that were there purchasing cocktails were not the people that were exper- having that experience because those people, I'm not kidding, did not stop. They did not move from their spot. They didn't go to the bar. They didn't have time. They were busy spinning. They peed their pants because they can't stop dancing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean. That's the kind of, like, listen, I love them, but I also don't understand. Well, it's just, it's, 
it started. No, please tell us about it. No, I just mean it started in yeah. this. Just for honestly, Mike, a little Mike bit. Mike is more of a historian, it, and I mean well, this sincerely. I'm not actually joking. He's not more not of a much, but it just it, it was you know they were in the '60s, but they got a following. This also has a lot to do with LSD. Truly, oh, like yeah, this that is was when yeah. LSD was before it was illegal, yeah. and I mean. Um, I watched the documentary. I went home and because everyone's telling me about these documentaries, so I went home and I watched um, the other uh, one. That's the other the, one, that's yeah. The Bob yeah. Weir and you're familiar yeah. with Janis Joplin, right? Yeah. So famously, Janis Joplin did a tour with the Dead. His first oh. time ever okay. touring with the Dead, and she they took the transcontinental train. That is a great from documentary Quebec, from Quebec. So so it's this famous story of all these like trippy bands in the '60s and '70s coming together. They meet in Quebec. And they take the transcontinental train from Quebec to Vancouver across the top of Canada, and they perform all these shows as they're going along. And while this is happening, the dead are poisoning people with acid. What? The entire train ride, not in like they think it's funny. They, they, oh, they think it's, it's funny. I don't remember that part. So they are like slip. So Janis I think Jop- everybody was doing acid no, no, no. on that train. Janis Joplin had never done acid before. Okay, she was notably a, a staunch and aggressive alcoholic. Aggressive with cocaine, had never done acid Love at this point. That that band, uh, the entire way across Canada, was pranking the other bands on the train by sneaking acid into shit the whole time. There are multiple documentary uh, documentaries that dig into how literally Bob Weir and Garcia were like frat boys, just like, ooh, here's some acid, ooh, here's some acid, ooh, here's some acid. Like that is the kind of trippy rock that we're. So getting. I don't remember oh. that. From, but Festival Express is the documentary, and it's really yes. cool. There, I can't remember. The, I can't remember Express. the other I'm bands that were on there, but they, they, they. It literally, was Big Brother. It was Big Brother and the Holding Company. Yeah. It, was, um, uh, it was. Yeah, it was the Dead. I can't. It honestly, dead. it's been so long since I've seen that. I can't remember the other ones. But it's it's all right. It's a great yeah. documentary. Oh. But my point is, this is a huge subculture, especially in America, and it, it is fascinating. Um, and it's, and, you know, it's spawned off other things like, uh, you know, fish and uh, I yeah. think even like widespread panic. The, 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 we had the three day show of widespread panic. Yeah. That was widespread so fun. Panic. But that was awesome. Yeah, that was great. awesome. Those are, now, those are my We made $1,000 a night for that show. Almost. Just yeah. a little shy. The yeah. other thing that has added How a do that to every day is Jerry is truly one of the greatest guitar players of all time. And whether you love psychedelic rock or not, if yeah. you're a rocker, if you love rock and roll, like... Jerry gave so much to what modern like guitar playing is and like and riffing and doing solos and hit you know still to this day the most expensive guitar ever sold in history is Jerry Garcia's um tiger guitar it sold for like like four million he was also he was missing his middle finger too he didn't have a finger he's like a legend and he died he also died young you know what I mean so like there is some occult to yeah. this particular right. band and this group of people because of all these weird yeah. legends and then well, psychedelics around In the 60s stuff. and 70s, gypsies started just following them around from show to show. It was kind of a weird thing that I don't know if it had happened like that before. And that's what you have now with the dead. 69, Summer of Love, people left all of their possessions and nine to five a behind. Lo- once oh, again, like, a lot of... Gone. We're going to follow this band. Once yeah. again, a lot of it has to do with LSD. Okay, we have got all... I, I yeah, enjoy that we're awesome. talking no, about this, but... Well, I, we will be... We will... This will continue on for the rest of my life. Because yeah. I am in a... I'm so... You're in home. You're I am... Yeah. Yeah. If, if this should ever happen, if all the stars align and you could join us for a Hillberry mm-hmm. experience... What is that? 
Do I have to do LSD because I'm not allowed? It's a, to it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> no, nobody, per te- myself. Technically, nobody's allowed, okay? Well, per, per myself. I'm already crazy enough. I'm it's like, one I don't of the to... greatest festivals in the entire country. It's on a mountain in a very rural part of Arkansas, and it's incredible. Okay, and, I'll and be there. A, and it's a cathartic experience. It's, a, it's like a bluegrass festival. And there is a, okay. there's actually a shrine to Jerry mm-hmm. at this Ah, uh, do I have to relive what I did this past weekend? We'll, we'll, we'll go. But I'm just saying to okay. understand if you really have a yeah, fascination. Yeah, I am. Music, I am. I'm but there's a lot of good music around. It. Yeah, no, so, the music was but, great. Well, now it's the funny thing. Sorry, I, I know we need to get off the subject, but the funny thing was when people are you, like you said, "Oh, we're going to this city, this city, this city," and they're gonna play ten shows in a row, and not play the same they song. Count them. Yeah, yeah, they count the set list, they count the songs. And I'm like, different. you guys are on drugs because it has literally been the same the song. Same. So, I do <laughs> so that's a different thing. Before right, we get, before get no, off no, this, sorry, no, no, this is with Fish and fucking the Dead. There are some songs that I absolutely but some of, and plus the songs go on for 15 fucking minutes. And then it's like, oh, here comes the crescendo. Nope. Another five fucking minutes go by. I've, I've never been able to get into that part of it. You, you really do have to be on a lot of drugs sometimes. I mean, that's why I'm like, you guys are on so many drugs, but they're like, oh, they never play the same song. I'm like, they're fucking pranking you. Turns out it's a big prank. They're like, oh, we got all this money. Fucked on marriage. Am I fucked up enough to enjoy this? That's fucking number one. And I'm actually in on that bucket. Yeah, okay? I'm drinking right now. I can get in on that bucket. Okay, bucket number two is, dude, the musicianship. And guess what? I can also get in on that, yeah. on that yeah. bucket because I play guitar and piano and I do respect the yeah. level of musicianship. Yeah. Now, you cannot convince me that the crafting of music is better in psychedelic rock. It's not. Wait, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't call that psychedelic rock. Wait, wait, wait. Then what? Then what? Better than what? What's the comparison? Sorry. No, no. I'm not saying better than another specific genre. The problem is there are ten minute windows of Mike saying it's building, it's building, it's building. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. This goes on and on and on. It's a little chicken. Unless I'm fucked up, I can't truly like. It's like last night when we were at Area 15 and there was house music and it was yeah I can't do all fucking night. I was like, this fucking sucks. Or dubstep. It's the same fucking. I can get down to some EDM, but it's very EDM is different. Like EDM is different. Yeah. But the 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 like robots raping each other. Yeah. Stop it right now. Well, I I have to say what what a question six. I mean, ratchet and crazy. The deadheads. That's what it is. You fucking deadheads. We definitely skip that one because we have addressed. No, we went down the hole on deadheads, and let me just say before we move on, we do love you. Oh yeah, Brian's one of my best friends of all time. You're some of the most fun, and fun people to party with. But I'll never understand you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> At least not yeah. fully. All right. Question number seven. Yeah. Fights, arrests, and fires. <gasps> I'm a huge pyro. I love shit on fire. You just smoke <laughs> this whiskey. Tell uh, us about... Wait, wait, wait. Fire? What? Tell fights, us about... arrests, and fires. Now, not oh, like okay. firing stories. We'll get to that. But like actual flame. Right. No, flame. Fire. No. Tell, I'm going to... Tell us when shit's popping off. Okay. And, and at the bar. I have a horrible fight one in my... In my oh, good. My okay. times when I was fresh before this happened. Where, where, what bar? Where are you? You know or you know where I was. I was at the Cactus Vegas? Moon. Were, Cactus Moon. 19 years old. When she was a fresh 19 fresh. years. <laughs> so fresh. So <laughs> 19 years. Still. 19 years fresh. Jesus. I'm you guys are the Cactus marketing. Moon 112 <laughs> times. Never heard the same song once. <laughs> Oh, sir. <laughs> We've been close. Um, but no, so when I was 19, and so I had just, it was our first rodeo, and in Tucson, I think it has, I think it's migrated. Um, we have a big rodeo here in Vegas, too, but um, it's NFR. But um, So in Tucson, we host a major rodeo, and it's like a huge time. We actually get the time off of school in like the 
school system. We really? Get, like, yes. Wow. Ready as yes. That is a commitment. Wild, wild west. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so it's it's rodeo time. We're at the Cactus Moon. It's a, it's a country bar, and I'm a cocktail waitress. I'm going around with my my little cocktail tray, and I get bumped around, and I'm like, I look behind me, and I see a fight, so I start freaking out. I get pushed to the ground, and I have my cocktail tray full of drinks, and um, I get liquid all over me, and so I'm freaking out. I just run to the office because there's a huge fight. I mean, just like people everywhere. I'm five feet tall. Like, I can't see anything, and so I go into the office, and my owner at the time, was he all there? I'm not entirely sure. But um, he looks up at me, and I'm like, there's a, th- 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 there's a fight. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's so much staff. They already know about the fight, blah, blah, blah. And he, goes, he just looks at me with just this, like, inconvenience look, and he's like, all right, we'll go wash the blood off of you. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So I, I thought I had beer all over me. So I'm freak- I start freaking out. I can't get anywhere. So I go back. I I'm trying Tell to get to the bathroom. Tell me you got the kitchen hose from. The oh my gosh! How do you know? <laughs> you got the kitchen hose. No, this so time, I couldn't. So I so I couldn't get back. So I couldn't get back anywhere. So I tried to go to the bathroom. Um. So one of the security, um, he's like, um, calls one of the security. He's like, oh, go help her. And I'm freaking out. I mean, I'm 19 years old. I've never been in a bar prior to that experience. You've never been in a fight with that much blood. No, and honestly, to this day, and that's why I say, like, my first year, to this day, I've never experienced that. That was, yeah. like, probably one of the most gruesome things I've experienced. But Do yourself a favor. Work in a dive bar for just, like, six months. I mean, this is a dive nightclub. Before you're hanging up. Country, so one of my accounts is the, the most iconic dive bars in Las Vegas. It's called I know that there's some biker bars around this. Week. Double Down Saloon. It is the most iconic there it is, dive bar. No, um, they know. People, the people know. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we got arrested there. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you guys get the opportunity, I don't wait, say wait, opportunity. Double, double down. Double down saloon. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's it's one. It, yeah, it it's, I, I would love to go because I've seen oh, all the other the... stuff. And not all, but I've seen a no, lot of stuff in is... Vegas. It's not my bag. That's the one. This is oh, this is double. You guys have to if, once you Google it, you'll. Right. Yeah. I don't even want to so, Google it. Sorry, I just continue. Want to go there. So the bounce okay. is like, we need to help this, yeah. this girl. And then he gets pulled away to a fight. So I'm like, I'm shaking. I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. I can't get anywhere. How much blood are we talking? So, Have I mean, seen? my body. My bo- so I thought that beer. So I got knocked over. So I had my cocktail tray. There's You're a fight. You're right next me. to the fight. No, so I got knocked over. So I, my cocktail tray fell on top of me. I mean, we're just jam packed of people. So my cocktail tray is on top of me, and I'm like, oh, beer's all over me. Because I knew that something had spilled all over mm-hmm. me. Okay. So whatever. So I go to the back. Oh I'm like, God. I'm just frantic. I'm freaking out. I start spraying myself um, with the kitchen hose. I don't know how you knew that. Oh, but from God. the kitchen, I'm just, I was having a full-fledged freak out. Um, so, had, you been, just, had you seen a mirror yet? No, no. Okay. We yeah. had like, only in the bathroom are there mirrors. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then upstairs. No, 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 no. Yeah. And then upstairs, like in our dressing room. But like, I'm not going upstairs. I'm freaking out. So from Wait, the kitchen, I just remembered you're in costume. I mean, not costume, <laughs> uniform, but the, our uniforms were pretty much costumes. But yeah, um, <laughs> my skin, like there's no, no, no fabric, not much fabric. It's my skin. So, oh. and then I'm also thinking they kept asking me if I was injured. And I knew I I knew I wasn't injured because I didn't feel anything. Right. And then and then that was like the primary concern. Like, are you injured? Well, I mean, not too concerning because he's like, go wash yourself up. Um. So I go outside, and I I don't know what time has passed. I go outside thinking like I just need a breath of fresh air. Like I I was just freaking out. Go outside thinking I'm going to like the loading dock, and outside is paramedics consoling this guy who has blood spurting out of his head, Ooh. like spurting. I'm like, 
I never, I thought it was, I just, I'm like traumatized. Like out of his, out of his head, yeah. like his yeah. skull area. Yeah. Like yeah. his visor, like yeah. every couple. Oh, well, yeah. 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 And paramedics are helping someone else and I don't know if they haven't gotten to this person or not. I really don't remember it too vividly, but I remember looking out and being like, I thought it was like a cartoon. I've never seen anything like it. I never knew that that could happen. It was traumatic. And then I find out I have someone else's blood. I mean, it was horrible. Plus, yeah, so that's the fight. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it sounded like the fight, but it like it wasn't like just a couple people. Like it turned into oh, it no, was a brawl. So I don't yeah. know if you guys are familiar. Well, you're from Kansas, so the rodeo time. Those those particular people, they're used to you know rodeo people. They fight bulls. Oh, well, they ride them. They don't. That's Spain. That's a matter. Not fight bulls. Not fight bulls. But they get like you know. No, just, they're rugged. Okay. I'm fucking with you. I know. Rugged is a good word. Okay. So I've been to a ton of rodeo in my life. Okay. Okay. Right? My parents are from outside of Chicago, but my okay. mom used to live in El Paso as a kid, and both my aunts lived down in Arizona. Okay. Um, one uh, lived right outside of Tucson, and then moved down to Albuquerque. And so we okay. were always uh, to New Mexico. So these are the people that would come in. Right. Rodeo is, uh, it's so it's so crazy. Like, we're in Vegas right now, yeah. and so, like, you say the word rodeo, and in Vegas we think of, like, PBR, right? We're going to bring a bunch of bulls in, and people are going to ride bulls. But what people don't understand on the East Coast, it is a foreign concept. They do not understand. Our whole, sh- our whole city shuts down, like, They do rodeo. not understand two things. Line dancing completely foreign oh. it does not make sense to people yeah. from the east coast <laughs> and they do not understand rodeo rodeo i mean i don't understand it but i've experienced it <laughs> the only thing equatable on the east coast is monster trucks like where and i'm serious like where in your local small town your fairgrounds would shut down and grave digger would be there sunday 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 you know that sort of thing right but what people don't understand is it's like it's it's riding bulls it's calf roping. It's uh, what what do they call um, uh, barrels, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's the also the, yeah. They yeah. do the eights with the barrels, and and there's just all the tractor pull, right? Yeah. There's um, sometimes a demolition derby. Like there's all the that's not well, usually like horse. That's usually like <laughs> add, no no demolition derby. I'm just saying that's like yeah. add on top. But usually yeah. rodeo is like comes rolling through town. It's a big yeah. fucking well, deal. And yeah. I think typically the bull riding is the, that's the apex that's of the, the event. That's yeah, I guess, I mean, those people are putting themselves in serious danger. Well, and that's you like, can die. So yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what or, get, or get crippled or maimed. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No. You ain't going to be scared to fight at exactly. exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So yeah. they go balls to the wall. I mean, they're throwing glass bottles. They, I mean, they do not give a, they're not afraid. Balls to the balls. Absolutely. <laughs> balls and walls and all of it. But, um, so that's when it's just just like oh it's just so terrifying but so that was my introduction to the world the bar world <laughs> yeah. and i'm like and you know what's funny too in vegas i mean there's definitely fights that happen but you, you see them s- much less frequently because in your local bars yes. much more um fights will erupt because you see people that you know yes you're on your home turf right here you don't know anybody yeah it's so all it's strangers not, and right yeah you don't know the rules yeah, yeah. And so it's a lot different. It's weird. There's almost like a strange sense of better behavior when you're yeah, in territory. Uh, and it's almost like it's and we're prepared. We're prepared for it. So so many people would say like, oh, yeah. the bartenders in Vegas are battle tested. They're ready to right control and them. security. Not they're so much managing it too. Yeah, and like security. Like we have security stocked up. It's a full up. team. They're prepared. We it. have Metro. You the know. local bar in you know in right. the main street in Kansas they is fuck. not right. Yeah, it's just yeah. going. It's like it's fucking Meg it's behind like the heard, counter, like oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Heard about the box. My husband was a security guy when he was 20, 21. Yeah. I mean, God bless him, but like, <laughs> what was he? What? <laughs> yeah. 
You know, he was in training. And you guys met cookie. a cactus moon. We that did. Told it's so oh romantic. Because you're supposed to, oh what is it, date your coworkers? That's, yeah. that's the thing. That's, uh, that's, that's actually motto. a prerequisite to work. Right. A no, at cactus moon, they're like, okay, which one would you like to date? Yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> just got, one. Is that okay? I got I to gotta, um, gotta say, something um, <laughs> something about this electric dust, I was just, um, my, my crazy brain was thinking, as you walked out to see this man spurting blood, um, <laughs> Uh, you know, and the paramedics there helping him. It would have been great if you ran up and you were like, move, I'm a bartender, and started sprinkling the dust right on the open wound, and it, like, clogged it up, and then you put it in his mouth, and then he's like, I'm good. And then right All right, back Steve. That's a commercial. None of, this, <laughs> none of this shit tomorrow, because we've got three in a row. Okay? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, no, sorry. no, no, this is, no, no, this is perfect, because this is a perfect introduction to okay. Vegas, and we aren't stressed for time. So this is we're, we're we're enjoying this tomorrow. We've got three in a row. I'm I'm just giving. Oh Steve wait, so shit. you have you have to be like back to back to back. Yeah, we, and we've got people coming and at specific times, so we See, can't can, run late. We can, we can really drink? get. We've we got to be really careful. Get into it. Yeah. We can really get into it. This is a delicious cocktail to back to back. But like tomorrow, we have to be a little more disciplined. So mm. you get us at our best, which yeah. is <laughs> loose. I won't do loose and goosey, and I'm always loose. And loose. just know that. Um, what is it? Forty hours fresh, guys. <laughs> while we're talking about <laughs> while we're talking about loose, that brings us to question number eight: the oh, okay. Ojo, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Uh, yeah, pass. No, this, <laughs> this industry is crazy. We've already talked about some insane stories. Um, tell the people. Uh, about when this industry either turns up on the customer side or on the bartender side. And I feel like that's all I've talked about thus far. <laughs> like, um, you know, but um, I guess the first thing that would come to mind is, I, I mentioned it already, but AVN. And another thing that I said, and this is when I've, finally, I've decided not to say this anymore, but when I, my first year at Hard Rock, um, we host AVN, the um, Adult Video Network Awards, so it's just like a complete, I mean... I'm anyone... imagining the scene from Boogie Nights, where Dirk Diggler's getting mm-hmm. his award. We're here! We're making <laughs> great films! We're gonna keep making great films! You know, that that is a tame. That's a oh. tame version, but um, it's it's wild, so everyone's like... Jack says you have a beautiful <laughs> penis, man. <I> see it? <laughs> yes, you may! And here it is! And that's your tip. And we go back to the best tips. Or worse... Um, no, but that actually didn't happen. Wait, what? <laughs> Getting tipped a, a visual of a penis. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. I they tipped ADM. with their no, penis? No, no. I mean, I don't know if they said it was they a tip. Were... I just essentially thought like, oh, is this supposed to be my tip? But I like, take cash. Wait, wait <laughs> yeah. on the bar? Oh, like... not on the bar because that's a health code violation. Like, we just really like full circle here. You said that's a nice. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh, I wish I could let you. But, um. But no, so everyone was like, oh, you know, you're, and I do but like. this is every year. Uh, well, so yeah, every year and it's about to come up. So come, come back out, guys. Oh, man. Um, come back out. Come back out, yeah. Vegas is one thing. Vegas during the Avian Awards, no. I don't know about that. I, I don't well, think that's safe. That, <laughs> well, that, 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 that sounds dangerous. It is dangerous. And so everyone told me, so they're, um, the majority of the bartenders I worked with had been working there for, um, you know, years and years and years because of the, the way our industry is. And that property is so iconic. So maybe yep. this is the hard rock. Hard rock, yeah, 
Hard Rock Casino. This is deliberate. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Come on. Well, Flaccid Rock was not as. <laughs> it didn't have the ring. Flaccid Rock was booked. It's like Flaccid Rock is. It's only thirty dollars a night, but you can go to Hard Rock. The, the deadhead heard. The deadheads heard that Bob Weir was playing at Flaccid Rock. <laughs> that's, that's, oh. No one else Oh my god! All right. Anyway, lots of triggers. Um, but anyway, so um, everyone told me like, you know, they're trying to prep me for my first year, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna see these crazy things," and I'm like, "Oh, I've seen everything. I've been bartending for so long." Blah blah. blah. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong as hell. And just the things that I saw, and like, just to kind of like, give you an idea, we had security that was walking around with like the little stickers that you would get from like, you know, creators at Walmart, because legally you can only show certain parts. And then you can show a lot of parts, you know, like you can, like, like you can, and Jesus. then, and some people need multiple stickers and that's just like, oh gonna leave it at, is that, is that enough? Can I, can you we move on? Should I do it? Like, I mean, were dig, happy face stickers? Or? They were sad faces, actually. <laughs> really? Some were like indifferent. No, oh. <laughs> no, I think that they probably said hard rock on them. They were yeah. probably like seal stickers, but, um, it was because. It'd be great it was just a big black bar. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would it would be, be good. To do it. Just big, giant black bars. And I wish that was what it was, but no, they were little <laughs> stickers. Wow. Yeah, wow. It, was, it was hard. Well, I, I, I gotta oh. say, of all the no, times. She, no, she's, she's not done. No, I was, yeah. Oh, you were? No, all the time. Again. Wait, okay. Can we go off on a, can, I, can Michael go off on a quick tangent? So this Only is, if he doesn't talk about is, himself in third person. Okay, go. This is something that I find very fascinating about Las Vegas. That I, that I want, I've so wanted to go check out, but I am too deathly afraid. The it, museum? It, no, no, no. Oh, no. So, Me either. underneath Las Vegas, there are miles oh. and miles Under of tunnels. Under Hard Rock and Link. There are miles, and I think some of them are service tunnels, but others are like it's uh, well, it's basically spillways for for water. Mm-hmm. But what? Yeah, the runoff drains. Yeah. But yeah, now there are though. all of these people who live under there, and it's it's really sad. Truly, yeah, I mean, people. yeah, they call them old people. It's very sad. Wait, are we no, this yeah, is dead yeah. serious. Yeah. So yeah. And the reason it's the fun. reason I know about this and Charlie look, Kelly. I try and be a gentleman. <laughs> what you say? He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He got hold your clothes up, man. I try and I try and be a gentleman, but you know what? I've you know I've had my dude, fair, t- fair time of looking at porn online. Dude, just thunder. One of the girls when I first <laughs> okay. got, well, I was in Kansas. It took we had dial up for the longest time, so oh, I didn't get to look at porn. Shut I the swear fuck. to God, I'm like so- I, I oh like I had dial up. We couldn't get porn for the longest time. But anyway, shut <laughs> but uh, what one of the tried? one of the one of the porn stars that I first like, I was like, wow, she is just gorgeous. Talented. And smart. Her name, her her stage name was Jenny Lee. Uh, and I, that is my realtor's name. Is it her? <laughs> no, because the reason that. I found exactly out about confirmed. all this is for whatever, there was a fee That's or something. There was, it was like, it was, it was, it was some, um, it was some, like it was, uh, a Dutch or a Scandinavian news outlet was doing a story on these tunnels and they were talking, they were down in the tunnels and they were talking to Jenny fucking Lee. She and lives there now. She, I don't know if she, she's probably dead now for God's sake. So she is living under these tunnels. And I look at, I'm like, oh, because I mean. To be continued, we're going to go find her. The, the Sorry, whole, guys. The, 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 over. The, the tunnels were rough on this poor girl because she just did not what? Let me tell you something. If we go find her, if we do And we are her, going to. We're going to right now. The podcast is over because we're going to lose Michael in the tunnels. <laughs> no. You know it's what? Does that like, mean it's over? I'll live no. with you, Jenny no. no. I'll but stay it, here with you It was. You can look this up. And you it's, and me, it's, Jenny It's heartbreaking Lee. because I imagine that the porn industry is incredibly vicious and oh, difficult no, to navigate. 
<laughs> but anyway, that's how I found out about this. And then after I saw it, I was like, oh my god, I used to like jerk off to this chick, and here she is living in the fucking tunnels under Las Vegas, and probably like she looked terrible. And and then I dove into it, and there there are all these there there it's it's fascinating. Look it up online, and even though it is a heartbreaking story, the one the one silver lining of. The silver lining of the whole thing is that my chances of fucking a porn star have drastically improved after this development. You so. are a <laughs> oh, it's a feel good story because I did not see that coming. To be honest, I thought this was just going to be all depressing. Oh. So now that it's has an up, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm here to save you, Jenny. And then that's why you were at Hustler last night because you have hope. Yeah, I'm on the trail. About this. Please, your please. socks are already ready for the tunnel. Yeah, are they? Yeah. My, the well, I don't socks. know. Get what? some new ones. I have gross socks. All right. Dunwoody, what? Dirty Tongue. Everybody that knows, who's listening, knows What that, is happening on this no, episode? You know about your socks. Just, you know about your they're socks. They're fine. They're not fine. They're There's not fine. no I, I mean, they're yeah, okay to for me. the first time. For the first time. Uh, anyway. All right. Fa- let's keep fa- going. Very fancy occasion. They're tunnel socks. You wear tunnel socks, dude. You do. She doesn't mind. You can totally fuck a porn star, man. It's a rare moment. It's a rare moment. They don't have a whole. What are you talking about? Mike, tear up for question number nine. All right, well, and you've already touched on this because you're ornery. A little, <laughs> Thank bar, you. A little bar gremlin from time to time. Okay, so, so question. Much flattery. <laughs> no, it is. Trust me, no, it no, is no, flattery. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I just <laughs> talked about going out and saving a porn star in the depths underneath <laughs> Las Vegas. Trust me. Saving or you had the opportunity to fuck? Because <laughs> no. I heard. You, what do you think? I'm going to fuck her in the tunnel? So Wait. I'm going to bring her up, Hold take on, her to right, a nice right, hotel. Right, right. You're gonna take her saving down. is fucking. You can't fuck and not save. <laughs> you can't save enough. I don't think that logic is going to play wow, through on that. That's deep. That's deep. Everyone Write that one down, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So, uh, uh, question number nine, which yep. is Steve and I's favorite category, and this it is, is hazing pranks and games. So this is when you get somebody new and you want to initiate them, you, you maybe you, you have some pranks that you pull on them, or, or you're co- bored. Yeah, or you're bored. You right. maybe bored have some. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no you need sure. to pass the time. Yeah. Right. right. So those... pass with them. Or, or no, 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 no. Just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. It is one of those weird slow nights, and you need something to entertain yourself. Like a yourself. game, an interest, yeah. yeah. Correct, yes. Um, so this one is a little sensitive to me. Like a little sensitive to You're triggered. Are you I'm triggered? Tri- a little, yeah. Well, I mean, Finger one out. through eight, we're also a little triggered. It's so called the gauntlet for a reason, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, Finger and I appreciate out. the consistency, so here we are at nine. Um, hazing, so Cactus Moon. I mean, I swear I've worked other places, but <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, no, yeah. Um, but so when I was my innocent 19-year-old self and I was in there for my interview, I remember thinking that it was kind of rude because one of the barbacks had interrupted our interview and told our manager that they needed to order lemons or limes. I couldn't remember. So then years later, not working at Catch Moon anymore, um, and we've all kind of stayed really close. We're a community. And they were talking about how, Oh, if a uh, cocktail waitress came in and we thought that they were hot, then we would say we need to order lemons. And if they thought they were not hot, then we would have or to order lives. lemons. Oh, that's dirty. I don't oh, remember like what they what said, said, and oh, it forever no. will haunt me. I got the job, but I don't know if it was out of pity, desperation, no, or they needed lemons. I really don't know. He, he, he I guarantee he ordered lemons. lemons. When you walked in For there, sure. that I, 19, I mean, 19 years fresh. Yeah, things oh. were up high. <laughs> That was before my tits started I've, and joined the floor. You don't have to worry about that one anymore. I'm Thank sure. You. I'm sure that it was lemons. It's lemons. Now, uh, you say you. you have the community, though. <laughs> yeah. Are you still... Do you oh, know, deep, yeah. Do you know who that barback was? 
I do, but I don't. He, we've we've talked about this, and he's oh, I remember. He doesn't remember. Yeah. He fucking remembers. Don't yeah. goddamn let yeah. him out. now. Mm, but now, if he does, him. now either he <laughs> does remember, or there's another lingering question. I don't know if you've thought about this. Oh, what is it? <laughs> who, who ordered the code red? Okay, was it the barback's job to come over and say she's hot? Well, if a, if a barback thinks that they're hot, then the customers probably will, because the customers are that clientele. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. But I mean, on. What it I'm was saying very is, what I'm saying good is, business. is this something that was initiated by the staff, i.e. the barbacks, or the person interviewing you? Oh, the, no, the, the managers. That it was Told they, them oh, to be like, come over and Oh, it was like a joke. Oh, it was like man. a... It, it was it's just it was guys. a collective it was like yeah it was a, yeah. everyone was it was like i said a community guys community effort i i community actually i i actually kind of love that I have one. Oh, i no, absolutely go. love it yeah. i think it's absolutely <laughs> but i so, i'm going to were you ever off. present for a line yes <laughs> no because i wasn't i didn't i was never there for the interview mm-hmm. you know so i didn't ever did and then it was a line about, did you ever I, hear about a line I'm sure there was many lines. But they didn't they, get hired. Right, they, yeah. they never got hired. They yeah. never got hired, so I never... God. I just, I give just those poor, those those poor, poor girls lines, that yeah. sat there and like three or four bar bags come by and like, lines, oh, we need to get no. some lines. Like, you, you guys have a line problem around here? Like, <laughs> no, it's okay. They can go do rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Don't. Just stop. <laughs> Sir? Question number uh, yeah, 10. Yeah, please, 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 please. please. Oh, Firing and quitting stories, or as we affectionately call them. Getting 86 Oh, 86 Yeah, familiar. <laughs> um, no. Oh, my gosh. Firing and quitting. I don't know. Um, I try to... Uh, that's a tough one for me, because I don't think I have anything too valuable here. Well, and it doesn't um, have to be any of yours either, um, because you strike me as a professional person. I'm, no, I'm serious. I can't but imagine I, I, I you mean getting it. fired. And, I just, oh, and, I just say, and, and here's the thing. Yeah. I could actually imagine you getting fired before I can imagine you quitting because you seem like somebody that has uh, uh, too much uh, like tie to somewhere. Like, oh yeah, I've stuck around too long. I bet when you quit, time. you quit right. Like you're like, oh yeah, hey, I cry. Oh, this is my <laughs> this is my three month notice. If you need me longer, <laughs> I will help. help. <laughs> I will fly back. I'll drive back oh, to Tucson. Oh my gosh, if, I will. If you need me yeah. to cactus moon, I will cactus moon. You know? Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever. Um, You've had to see. Yeah, have you seen anybody get fired or quit in a spectacular way? I mean, mm, that's hard. I mean, You'll lots of drunk, lots now. of drunk. Yeah, lots of um, you know, working in this industry, lots of people that have decided that they wanted to take it upon themselves to have a couple cocktails throughout the shift, and then the next day it's like, oh, where are they? We love them so much. It's like, R.I.P. You know. Mm. <laughs> So I think that that's something that happens. I don't know. Nothing really comes it to is, mind. It yeah. is. I, I mean, I think we I should know. talk about this. There, There is maybe no other job in America where when you do get axed, it's like some medieval 1500s. What's happened or, to Daniel? Or, or, he or, was or, taken out behind the stairs. And everyone just looks down. down the shit out of him. Yeah, or the, yeah. the KGB just comes and takes right. him. They've just never seen or heard from again. It's a manager looking at you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, just work hard. Don't be a lion, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't be a fucking lion. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's it's um it's uh it's weird, you know. It goes back to your very first answer, right? Where it's like, is this all you do? Is this the only thing you do? Um, the one of the craziest parts about this business is there's a lack of respect in it, 
right? There, you know, at least with, with a lot of other professions, there is a certain level of protocol, not in the service business, mm-hmm. man. It is at will employment Fuck for the all. most part, for the yeah, most yeah. part. And there is... We have a union out here. That's something you guys are going to learn. No, we, and, and we do yeah. on the East Coast now, too. Oh, really, do you? Okay. In, in certain areas, it has really... Um, the service business... Not everyone is part of the union, so you have to, like, yeah. The service business is changing. And, I mean, yeah. you can look at states like California that were, were really um, early into that uh, yeah. that switch 15 years ago. Um, and good and bad, right? Like... If you are in service business in California and you get 40 hours, you get medical, dental, vision. Yeah, we're get, at 32. So. Right, right. You get PTO if you log a certain number mm-hmm. of hours. There's a lot of, there's a lot of steps. And the way that you can like be scheduled. all 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of steps that, the, that states are taking to legitimize hospitality work. Mm-hmm. However, there are also pitfalls with that. For example... In California, one of the things that's very common practice, especially for not restaurant groups, but individual bars, is they will not allow you to work 40 hours. They will limit you under the cap. And so then you have to have multiple bars at multiple, or you have to have multiple jobs at multiple bars in order to support yourself. And it's a very expensive state to live. And so that creates its own problem. But, you know, even in states like Maryland and D.C., Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, right now, as we're presently talking, you know, the place that I work, we offer medical, dental, and vision to anybody over 30 hours. If you do 30 hours in a pay period, right, so in like a single week, so 60 hours, 60 hours per two weeks or 30 in a single week, you can start generating PTO for yourself yeah. where you generate an hour for every 40 you work. So you can start to accrue legitimate PTO as a service industry employee. There's access to, to 401k, a 401k. Yeah. There's yeah. access to sick hours. And so these are things that people in the service business have never had. And then yeah. when we start to talk about some of the things that like cities like Pittsburgh, I mean, Pittsburgh has been on the forefront of saying, we're not going to pay $3 an hour anymore. We're going to pay service industry um, people 10 15 $20 an hour plus tips and we're going to start to see a greater consistency in mm-hmm. our business. We're going to see a greater commitment to our customer from our employee. Um, there is a changing yeah. of the guard in this business, and that's really exciting. However, <laughs> however, it's been a business for 100 years in this country where, boom, you can have a job and then 10 minutes later yeah. not have a job and then yeah. be right back on it. Yeah. We used to say you never worked at Ocean Pride until you got fired at mm. least once. Yeah. <laughs> fired and rehired, yeah. Fired and rehired. <laughs> fired and rehired. It's it's uh, it's brutal in that regard. So it's a yeah. slog. Yeah. I and that's why I'm union because I couldn't do that anymore where it's like every single day you're like, oh, please don't get a new girlfriend because then I'm afraid that I, you know, I won't have a job anymore if you want to bump yeah. me. That's, that's the truth. If my like, bar manager gets a new girlfriend that girlfriend thinks that he likes me, boom, I'm done. Or Literally. they want a job. But that's yeah, how, right, right, that right. is yeah. how um, waning it is. Yeah. And, and and it's funny when those people say to you, what else do you do? I'm like, motherfucker, you're an accountant. Cry? Office, and you have like, you have legitimacy. You can go to HR and complain about shit. Yeah. I have to mm. fight every day for my buck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't, don't uh, illegitimize me just because you like to work nine to five and I perform when you're in your free time mm-hmm. from six to 11. Right? right. Like that's not fair. So, um, that's a wonderful way to shut it down. Wonderful way to shut this uh, this whole gauntlet down. I 
can't believe we just got so serious there. But I'm very passionate about that particular part of it. I think... Um, That's a good part to be passionate about. There's just a lack of respect. I yeah. Want, I want yeah. more of that. And yeah. I, I want more people trained in this business that understand how to manage people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's, we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> yes. A lot of times the manager is just the person that's been there that many yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's like, like, please do not tell me how to do my job if you don't know how to do it, you know. But I think that's within any industry. It's, you know, that's, but yes, I agree. And especially in our city, and I'll try not to go into it. No, brand, please, because um, I think this is a really unique town. Yeah. Yeah, so in our industry, and this is, and I mean no disrespect, so my husband, um, he took a management position with um, MGM. So, like, I have respect for a lot of management, but in our town, the amount of money that you can make as a bartender is, I mean, it's just insane. Um, so a lot of the managers are underpaid. So a lot of managers are the people that, you know, maybe weren't able to, I mean, you have to have a poor card too. So maybe they don't have a poor card or maybe they weren't able to make mm. it as a bartender. So a lot of the managers have a lot of animosity towards the bartenders, um, and have a lot less it makes experience it to manage them too. And yeah. when there's a, there, there's a discord between that relationship right. and resentment Hey, you said a, a poor card, a poor card is like what you, um, it's a six month. Uh, course that you have to take and then you have to pass which, and you can bartend. Is, which is interesting because we've talked about this before. In most places, you don't yeah. need any kind of a license yeah. or anything. So in Vegas, it's a little bit more You have to do an apprenticeship that. for six months. And that's minimum. And that's if you can get into the course. So when I first moved out here, I had to camp out overnight. Um, well, I didn't do it overnight. People, other people were in this when they got into the class. stay in the tunnels or? <laughs> uh, just for pleasure. <laughs> um, but no, so... Jenny has her poor card. <laughs> Jenny's got all the cards. <laughs> and none of them. She's got Mike's V card. Hey, oh, oh no, Mike's got that. Stop it. <laughs> That's a joke. Right? <laughs> it's all right. We're in Vegas. It's legal. I can, uh, I can lose it out here. So. No, it's not. No. Only in Pahrump. Well, it, what? The Chicken Ranch? Is that what it's called? Bunny Ranch? Yeah, Bunny Ranch, Chicken it's Ranch. It's a poor card, dude. That's a different card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but... No, in, in all seriousness, like... Um, yeah, you know, the only other industry I think that there is a similarity there is sales with what you're talking about. With um, When you work in sales, you have this ability to make this uncapped money. That's how they, that's how they um, try to transition you into it. Not, and, yeah, and, yeah. Right, I'm not saying yeah. it's necessary. Uncapped incentives are not as common. Yeah, okay. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, you, no yeah. you, you're absolutely right. It's always amalgamous what that really is, right? right? The commission that you can earn, but it's the, not capped unless you get to five thousand. You can't go above that. <laughs> well, for certain businesses, yeah. and some you can, some yeah. you, it's truly uncapped. But yeah. just like a bartender can really go out and earn that buck and generate as much money as they can, and then they have these managers who are working at their particular food and beverage establishment that are making less than them, but being asked to a lot of times work more hours oh, and take yeah. care of more. Oh, absolutely. The same thing happens in the sales profession because nine times out of 10, a sales manager is a guy that has been the top salesman for five, 10, 15 years and then he gets married or she gets married and they have kids and they, they take a, a step into a different part of their life and they say, their company comes to them and they go, guess what? We really need a sales manager to motivate and run this team. So what if we paid you a salary and you didn't make commission anymore and you did the exact amount of work you're doing now plus more and you made technically less or the ability to make less? That's the only But it's other... a, yeah, it's a stable We'll question your commitment if you ever want a day off. Right. Even if it's your wedding day. Yeah. Right. That and that is the that is the <laughs> I feel like that was a, a real story that you were just were touching on. So on my wedding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I just didn't no, know. No, 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 no. Not me personally. Tell. I'm just 
this city is just so, I mean, a lot of industries. You hear some horror stories like that, but that, those are the two professions that, um, that, that, that do have that, um, uh, similar experience where it's like, I've seen bartenders turn down management salary jobs because they're like, I'm making more as a bartender. I've seen salesmen turn down salaried management jobs because they're like, I'm making more as a salesman and I have more flexibility. And so it's, it's, it's a weird profession where you're like, I don't want to advance because advancement means more responsibility, more work, more time and less money. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens is that's not a good structure. Well, and so and I agree with that because then the people that are intrigued by that position are the people that they just want that title. And then those are exactly the people that should not be managing. Because then you're ego driven. And then we go back to the conversation we were just having a minute ago where the restaurant business generates so many people that are not good at managing others. Yeah. They they don't know from a psychological standpoint how to motivate people, what presses people. They don't understand selflessness. They don't understand organization. They don't understand business acumen. They have not been trained in that regard. It it becomes this really toxic cycle that goes on and on and on where you have these great bartenders that get almost status above a manager. And then there's like, then you're like, it's like this fucking cop, you know, like this uh, pissing contest. Yeah. And then like all this energy is going towards that. And then we're not focusing on the job that we actually have to do. And that's exactly <laughs> how you walk into your work and you're like, whoa, how did, wait, Trey's our best bartender. He got fired last night? It's like, yeah. He didn't want to do his job the way I wanted him to do his job. Like that's, <laughs> Well, how did you want him to do it? Oh, this right. way. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, right? but that's, like, then it, it kind of comes back around full circle to the great thing about being a good bartender is you're Right, Trey can have that skill and that reputation. Skills. That's why I think yes. it's so important. Yeah. Like, especially in a town like Vegas. Oh, I mean, it's such a small town. Yeah. It's such a small town. It has yeah. to give each individual a little bit more um, control, right? Like they could, you what? You're gonna fire me? I can go walk to any of these other places. Yes, but you have to go through your apprenticeship. If you have a legitimacy. Well, you still have to start at the bottom, and it's a whole thing. Yeah, because so. there's other people at those places that have call. the good shifts that have yeah. earned it, and, and they're there, and 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 like at you, and you'll so see it's it as more you guys of a are fight up the ladder. Yes, and then you're on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh wow! Really? So yeah, I and mean, it could be oh, for, for years. The, is that for the apprenticeship? No, that's as a bartender. Oh wow! Yeah, and then that means they can call you. You have two hours notice to get there. So it is like, I mean, it is a very. You're really? gonna learn about this a How lot. How long were you on notice? How long were you? I was really fortunate. I didn't really have to to go through that too much. I just recently um, worked at Cosmo, and I kind of dealt with that for two months, and I was like, oh, hell no. You got notice for two months? Well, no, it's just, it's... It, on call. Like, on call, I was, I quit. But had I not had I not done that, I would have been for years. Yeah. Because I keep really? thinking of Joey Diaz like a doctor. Because <laughs> <laughs> Joey Diaz, he's a comedian, oh. but it's something he says like like a doctor all the time. Like I parked right out in front and just went inside like a doctor. But when you're saying you're on call, sorry, I think I think I'm blowing the I think I'm blowing the audio up. I'm sorry, listeners. No, um, but no, I just mean sorry, being, being, being on call as a, I've never heard about that. Oh, so you're on call yeah. seven days common? a week. But like like a doctor. Oh, like a every nurse, yeah. you. To are get they, a full-time spot, you have to go on call first. Yeah. How long How long do some people Until someone retires. Mm. Until someone retires oh. and the spot opens. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a very unique scene. You guys are going to learn years. a lot. We're talking about years. Years. Yeah, years. And and so Jeez, we have... How, it's do you, a very, how do you fucking party it's, then? No, you can never party. And if that's when people... Oh, it's such a pain. Like, it's... Because if it's struck... No, no, no. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. because, I mean, if you're having a good time, you get a little fucked up, and then they call you, and like, you have to be here in two hours. What are you and you can have an eight-hour gap. So when I was working at 
Um, so you kind of in our gap between shifts, and one of the properties I was most recently working on that so I did mention. So once you work one. Okay, so this is what would happen. So you can so like you clock out at X time, and then you have midnight. eight hours. Okay, midnight. Right. So then you can't like you have, but at eight a.m. you can be there, and yeah. you'll get a refusal if you're if they call if they need you, they call you in, and you're not, you're not there, there by, by 8, 10. eight a.m. So you have eight hour gap. Between your shifts. So between clocking out and clocking in, you have an eight-hour gap. But what you don't realize is that we have a uniform thing that we go to. You can take your uniforms home, but we drop them. So they wash them for us. We have, like, four uniforms. We have, like, a thing we go through. We get uniforms. So you drop yeah, your like uniforms. Any, yeah, any this, is, this is this pretty ubiquitous. All casinos. To, okay. All casinos, All casinos are like casinos, this. Okay. You're going to learn about this. Everyone knows about it. But um, So you drop your uniform. So at the end of your shift, you clock out. You drop your uniform because you have an you have to clock out exactly at your clock out time. You get written up if you're not exactly at your clock out time. Oh wow! It's, so I mean, if you have side work or something, you just gotta leave it if you don't get it done or something like that. Yeah, it's okay. Or do you clock out and then you have no, to no, because that's that's against um, labor laws. So wow. then everyone gets all pissed off because you know like someone so didn't do blah blah. But it's like, but if you do it, then you're written up. So anyway, wow. so you have to go down. You have to drop your uniform to get washed or you know maybe you take it home but then you have to usually take a shuttle to where the employees park which is actually you know people are like oh well, you don't want to park at the casino parking garages they're chaotic sometimes right, so, sometimes. A- so you have that so so you're done at the casino you okay. go into these so tunnels. we have our midnight so <laughs> you go into these tunnels okay. I fucked Jenny I gotta go I'm hungry <laughs> well hold on you gotta take your uniform off first yeah. and then you fuck yeah. Jenny Lee or you don't you whatever Jenny wants and then you she get gets. the shuttle <laughs> Fuck it, Jenny. Jenny, leave? are you listening? What's on. great is there's going to be a spike in searches of Jenny <laughs> Lee after people look at there and be like, wait, who is this bitch? Wait, wait, my real stage, it's like, wait, who is this? But Jenny this? doesn't come on the shuttle. You leave her. She could if she wants to. She gets, if, she, if you make her, she will. All right, leave, leave Jenny Lee alone. She's been through enough, damn it. All right, so anyway, yeah. take the shuttle back to okay, the party. Okay, so the point is, is that you'll get off at midnight. So you have to... Get off. God, there's just so many sexual innuendos, and I really love it that we're all 16-year-old boys here. Um, chicken But cock. so you... Yeah. <laughs> and chicken cock. Uh, they don't know it, but they're sponsors for tonight. But, um, oh, Lord. But yeah, so you can get off at midnight, off of work, clock out. You have to still, you know, drop your bank. You have to... Well, actually, you have to drop your bank on the clock. Okay, so you that'll be midnight. So, so by the time you actually get home... And you're not showered, you haven't It's eaten. 2, 3, 4 in the morning. Yeah. So they can call you at that time, and you have... Yeah, be in by 8, because eight. it's the 8-hour block. Is there, yeah. is there a minimum question. to when they can call you, or is it any time in that 8-hour gap? Can they call no, you at 7 a.m.? No, that's they can call you at any time. So, so, and if you miss the call, you get a refusal, and you can only have X amount of refusals until you get fired. Right, like a 3 strike chance. But yeah. here's my here's my So if you sleep, you're fucked. Oh, right, here's, here's my confusion. It's really now, right? fucked up. So let's say... I'm in one of these situations. Like, I'm on call at a bar. I really want to get on. I really want to get on. They're yeah. not calling me, and they're not calling me. And, like, a week goes by, and I'm picking up shifts somewhere else. Right. That's something that happens a lot. So, if you're you low, if you're low on the extra board. You're new in town. Yeah. You're new in town. You're trying to make money. And what you do run. is you can pass. So, they call, and, like, um, as, like, with seniority, like, you pass. So, if someone with high seniority is like, oh, I don't want to work that shift. I want to pass it. You can pass down. So if you and that's all considered a refusal? As long as you have someone to pass it to, it's not a refusal. But if it comes back up and everyone takes a refusal, then you then you start to acquire them as well. So okay. even if I don't have seniority, if I know I have somebody to work it, can I pass and be like, John will work that and like just move? So you can say I pass, and then so it'll go down to the person below you. So if you have no one below but you, but if nobody, if the person below you doesn't answer, does it go back to you? Yeah, so they'll get a refusal. The person oh, below you will get, get a refusal, and then it goes back to you. And if you and don't come in, then refusal. you get a refusal. Refusal, refusal. So it goes top. 
pass, 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 refusal, 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 refusal. Interesting. So these people, because you'll get fired, so someone will eventually just sacrifice their Get fired, and then you know that person will remove them for the year. So that's why I was like, "Mm, no. In in a weird way. Too elderly. In a weird (laughs) way, in this particular town, I understand this system. It makes sense. It's it, fucked. It, it's it's fucked, fucked. But you kind of have to. Have and it's it like, do you want that money or not? And like, how much are this you willing is to a, sacrifice? But, but the thing is, Vegas is a party town 24-7, seven days a week, 150. And it's the only way that they know, can fill those shifts. I just say 150, 365 days That's a year. I didn't are. question it. Like, we do have extra days. <laughs> <laughs> we had less days. Oh, we days. have. See? Look how dumb I am. <laughs> uh, anyway, look. So here's my question, right? So the scenario presents itself where... I am trying to climb the ladder, yeah. and I am on call, yeah. but I'm picking up shifts elsewhere because no one's calling you. Right, and you can't live, so you might only get called, so it's just different, like when I was at Cosmo, Especially was when you're new, especially when you're new, but you're not always you never know what the sound is, know. when you get hired, you don't know if you're never getting called or you're going to get called every day, 100%. so when I was at Cosmo, they told me I was only going to get called two days a week, so I was like, You started perfect. getting called all the time. I was called every eight hours, and not every eight hours, like, it was wild. So here's my question. Yeah. Two main questions. Number yeah. one, who's yeah. making the call? Manager? Um, it's usually outsourced because of the time that it takes. Managers. Outsourced? Yeah, it's, it's outsourced. It is, so what? Is a manager telling the fucking phone? No, no, no. The manager aren't involved at all. Um, we have a phone call. So if someone's going to call out. How do they know that they need people? So someone calls out. There's a, there's a phone number. Because you, you have to imagine we have like literally like two to three hundred bartenders at any property, you know, um, if it's a big property. So you call a phone number. So if I'm going to call out. We have a point system, so if you call out, you, you get that your point, and that's almost like a PTO hour. And then when it goes, we to, PTO is different, but these are points. So points right. and PTO, yeah, but same concept. But I'm saying like it's almost like a point gets right. accrued in there, right? And that they like tell. So the we have to a call. phone line that we have to call, or whatever the system is, but it's usually a phone line. So you call that phone line, and you and it's like it's automated. You don't speak to anybody, and you you enter your employee number. You say I'm calling out. This is the reason, um, and then that goes to an automated system, and then they have to start calling down the list. Wow. So it's like, you know, they have 20 so spots that, to fill. So, so, so then it's just somebody in a room that doesn't even, like, work in the service business. They're not working no, at yeah, this yeah. They're not at the affiliated They're just going down the list of bartenders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so this brings me to the question. And then every two. day you're getting called all the time. So, so you can't do anything. But the point yeah. is, it's not like a relationship. It's not like you'd be like, listen, look. And it doesn't no, matter. No, you're talking to an automated. I'm sorry, yeah. right? It's not yeah. like you're no, they don't. Sorry about it. Okay, they don't. There's no emotion to it. Yeah, yeah. And I almost like that better. Like if it has to be, it has to. Be if it like has that. to be this way, and it has to be this town, and it ha- and we have to run this shit. That's just rough on I the almost, people that have to do that. It yeah. sucks. It yeah. sucks. But if you want to make that money, that you want to make. Well, no, because it's just a phone call, and they say we had this shift at this time, and then it's no like, hi, how are you? It's it's you but, know the number. It, we had this shift at this time, and you say pass. Or you ever seen the movie or, Repo accept. Man? Mm-mm. Okay, it's an awesome movie. What movie? Repo Man. Okay, it's an awesome movie with uh, Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker. And the premise of the movie is it's in a future society where we have now found a way to generate um, human-made organs. Like, like uh, we can make. Yeah, this is my life. So we can make like we can make a heart out of like, and and if somebody needs a heart transplant, we just make we just make a heart. But if you don't get that payment plan, but if you don't, if you it's really taxing too because you're you don't complete your payment plan, the repo men come and they take the heart back. And they literally yeah. cut it the fuck out. Yeah. Or the organ or whatever. And, and the reason I'm saying that it reminds me of this is just like 
you don't know when the Grim Reaper's call is going to come. No, yes, it's very much like that. And, like, I would work, like, three days in a row, have high sales, do everything great. Steve from the fucking call service. And then, Shut the fuck up, Steve. What are you doing? bartender. No, sir, please, continue. (laughs) bartender, right? Well, yeah. And it's clinical. They don't care about you. No. No. They don't know you. They don't know your bar. Yeah, no, it was very very toxic in that way because. So this brings me to the question number two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the question number two is this, right? Like, so I'm, I'm picking up shifts elsewhere. Yeah. And then I get a call. Yeah. And you call me and you're like, hey, it's Leah. There's a shift to this bar. Can you work it? And I go, yes. Yeah. I can work it. Okay. And I come in and I work the shift and yeah. I crush it. Now, yeah. I get off at midnight and I, wa- and I leave that shift. What I'm not understanding is then, am I then in the pool like from that eight hour window no no right am i on the eight hour window because i Mm -hmm. just work that shift no yeah you go like as soon as you clock out from eight hours you can you always are in an eight hour window um because i wasn't even working like i was guessing other places and you just gave you called me for this pickup shift and i took it as long as it's not the same company then yeah they don't care what you're doing so now i'm on the eight hour yeah, I'm on the eight hour. you do get you can refuse without accruing any points if you've worked forty hours within that week. Okay, okay. so what? Is, but like, fuck off. Yeah, Are you still, yeah, and we, you can find out. Here's the fucked up thing: you can find out your days off. So you're on call all day. So if you don't, so you don't know if you're gonna get called from the morning to the night. So I don't want to go to the grocery store because it takes me, you know, oh, time to man. get ready. Yeah, it's it's hell. I can't do it. It's really hard it's for women. Rough. That's why a lot of people do that. They pay those dues at like a nightclub or, um, mm. but then you get weighed and there's all that stuff too. And you have to do guest lists. Um, you get you get weighed. Yeah, you can't gain or lose five pounds. Wait, what? Seriously? At most, like, if you work as a model bartender, nightclubs or any like like yeah. um, if you get hired as a model bar- bartender. Oh, so you're specifically an attractive. You know, yeah. you, you know that. Heard, have you heard of? I have experienced five? it. Yeah, been, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, really crazy. And then you literally get weighed on a scale, um, but. Um, yeah, it's just, it's the culture here though. So you kind of like, you could, you I agree understand to it. some of it. It's almost like Hooters, right? In, in a great, like in a, yeah. a, a multiplied by a hundred, right? Like Hooters went through multiple lawsuits where they were like, uh, where people were like, you won't let us work here or you won't interview us. Or like there were men yeah. that were like, why can't it be a server here? And their you entire have to thing interview was like, in your bikini. Our business wow, really? model. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. And then when the line. Guys too. They were not the, they, No, but then when the line comment. Yeah. Like, really hurt. They're like, she's fat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, lime. Oh, and by the way, we need limes, to fucking lime. Yeah. No, all right. Yeah. So my my, Sorry, my last that. question, I'll turn it over to Mike, and then I know we got to close down the gauntlet, yeah. but I'm so fascinated by this. No, I'm, this oh, is intriguing. It is, it is really I'm, wild. I'm fascinated by this. So yeah. I'm not working. I'm not working. I'm yeah. picking up everywhere else. I'm trying to make ends meet. You called me. I worked my shift. And then because I worked my shift, I'm now locked in for that eight-hour gap. Now, let's say I get off at midnight, okay? At 8 Mm a.m., you don't call me. Eight hours has gone by, all right? I'm no longer beholden to No, you. no, no, no. It's like minimum eight hours. Yeah, it's a minimum of eight, an eight hours. So hour if you call me at 10 a.m. Yep. and yeah. I refuse, I get a refuse. Yeah, you're still 100%. Call. Yeah, and also the, the hard part when is... When do I get onto the schedule? Um, oh, when no. When someone retires. Yeah, when someone retires. It's and, literally And not when someone town. retires, but it's like... So so you're when you get hired, you're probably going to... This person retires and 17 people knock off. And then there's other... One person knocks up if one person retires. 
or you know and it's impossible to get fired from a union once you have like um once you have your full-time spot it's almost how do you ever get to a point of a set schedule so you have to get full-time so you have to go through your whole entire so so you'll have like maybe um 50 full-time spots and then um i think it has to be equal ratio so well it depends on your contract so each property so then you have 50 on-call spots so then you have to do it goes and it goes Wow. It's fucked, that's man. Intriguing. It's fucked. Well, well so then you can never sleep. Yeah, well, that's, never. that's why. Well, and then you've got some 21 year old coming up and saying, Yeah, so I'd like this craft cocktail, right? Yeah. Now, let me explain you how to <laughs> like, make like, I haven't slept. I haven't slept in six fucking yeah. days. I haven't been able to get groceries. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and yeah. have a fucking beer. Yeah, yeah. So, that's exactly. Yeah. I've been yeah, eating casino casino food so interesting because I'm in month because I can't go to the goddamn giant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a, a giant eagle or whatever. Well, it's no, but that's that's so crazy. That is just <laughs> I such don't know a, what it's called. <laughs> just such a different way. Like I just go, now, when I go out in Vegas, I'm gonna look at it so differently. I mean, I always yeah, treat, I've always treated all the but they're so miserable. Trip them, uh, tip them well anyway, but I just that's why. But when they're angry and miserable, you're gonna be like, oh, that's still annoying because I'm a tourist. and I'm trying to have fun. But then you're like, I get it, dude. Well, you're gonna new, experience it. You're gonna I have a new just, question for every Vegas bartender that we meet out in. Out in public, not on the pod. Do you want a nap? Oh, I was How, say, like, how's like, your day going? I was just going <laughs> to say, were you on call today? That's like, I'm on call right now, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah for a different place. Yeah. Different don't, place. Don't piss off I'm on working. I'm on. Please don't. I'm like, that, hold on. Does that happen? But Yeah, you're on call multiple places. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how does that work? If I'm Oh, you're work- just fucked in anxiety all the time, just hoping that they don't call you at the same time. And then New Year's Eve, everyone's fucked. Are you serious? That's serious. Yeah, you're dude. working one place no, and you're on call somewhere else. <laughs> no, gotcha. You're working one place, you're on call somewhere else. 100. percent Yeah, I would have to like walk away from the bar to call and like accept or refuse a shift. Wow. Oh yeah, it's hell. That's bonkers. But the money is obviously worth it because we're here doing it and we oh, love it. God, and... dude, but I don't. That's a different. You know, me personally, I'm not willing oh, to live Lord. that lifestyle. And then think about if you have kids. You're like, yeah, you can't you raise could, child you care. Hard, yeah, so, but this is so. particularly with, like, casinos most of the time. And 24-hour properties, because if on you work... Stri- oh, 24-hour properties. Yeah, property. well, and on and off, because all of our casinos off the strip are the same, yeah. you know. Sure, but, like, if we go out of Vegas proper to where there are legit, like, communities... Oh, yeah, if you're not union, well, like, some of the... If, if the property isn't union, well, but even if it's not union, they still have that on-call policy, yeah. This is fascinating. Yeah, yeah it is fascinating. very interesting. You guys are going to... I'm excited to see, you know, from this very start, and then... Um, well, you know yeah. some of the other bartenders that we're having on, because you guys are... Uh, I may or may not. I don't know. We're not really, like, I'm not really um, well-connected with that community, okay. so we'll, well see. you'll get to hear him, I'm so. sure, yeah. yeah. No, I'm well, excited. I'll know him after. Yeah. You have set the tone, for sure. Oh, shit. Sorry, and guys. You, no, no. <laughs> you say that with great affection. And you have absolutely shut down the gauntlet. Yeah. That was He's great. Like, yeah, that, was, I, yeah, that was no, that was great. I'm, I don't, so fascinating. I don't care. Oh, if we went guys, for another. It's, it's a rabbit hole you're gonna go. I'm through. serious. I don't care if we've gone for hole. another 45 minutes on that. I don't know. I kind of have to pee, so yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. Well, we'll only ask. <laughs> okay, you, I'm kidding. Thank you for. We've only asked <laughs> you two more it. questions, then we'll let you go pee, and then we'll <laughs> let you get out of here. Yeah, but you will be on call because we might need some more stories. And unfortunately, because we actually put this on wax, I should say we're gonna let you get out of here alive and go home safe and sound. Okay, just so everybody knows. You want. All right. Talk to anyway. the judge. All right, give me some more of that sorry, new sorry, stuff. Sorry. All, right. All right. The last few I know it's addictive, we, right? The last few questions that we always have, we call this our cleanup, aka how's our driving. We like to ask our guests for their recommendations. So this is where you get to take oh. over the show. 
Um, give us your recommendations on food, drink, restaurants. Definitely, definitely your places that you recommend. Yes. To um, and you can just, throw, just throw them out there. And anything else that you want to plug or anything else that we didn't touch on the yeah. show that you'd like to you oh, know, man. speak so to? It's like fish food, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, you like it. I do like it. <laughs> um, no, but while you guys are in town, um, if you have the opportunity to go eat at Cleaver or Herbs and Rye. Cleaver or Cl- and- Cleaver? Herbs and rye, those are two. I mean, everyone's going to tell you the same thing. Okay. Everyone that comes on this, I'm telling you right now. Wait, is that one place? Two separate places owned by Cleaver. the same. Cleaver. Herbs and rye. Herbs and rye. Gotcha. Um, I can't really remember exactly because it's been changing, but um, they have amazing happy hours, but um, just amazing um, craft cocktail places and just amazing restaurants. Killer. Where, where about in town? Um, so Herbs and Rye is kind of more, I want to say Spring Valley area. Okay. Which um, is kind of where we are at. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 I saw this, some of the signs. And we're neighbors. Did I, I told yeah, him that. Yeah. we're Not neighbors, but we're, I'm like close. three miles away. She's like, I'm actually pretty far away from you. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not going to give <laughs> the address close. like to you. But, um, no, but... Yeah, super. I'm not even from here. Right. I don't know whose Airbnb this is. (laughs) What? Um. (laughs) You do know, right? Yeah. yeah, Well, the window was open, so I mean. It's hot. So that's for anybody. Um, (laughs) All right, so Cleaver and Herbs and Rye. Great recommendation. We'll try to sneak over there. One of the ones that we always ask is, do you have a favorite closing song? A song that you love to be like, hey, motherfuckers, it's time to get out. Put it on. Now, I know you're working a lot of high volumes. So you don't get to make a lot of those <laughs> yeah. choices. This is more yeah, a question no for our... closing song in a 24-hour joint. Yeah, there's, yeah. this is a question, <laughs> cool. yeah. question more for our dive bar people. But do you have like a closing song that you... Like maybe when the people are out and you're counting your money and you're ready to be done, a song that you put on when you're getting on the shuttle, saying bye to Jenny Lee? <laughs> I never say bye to Jenny Lee. Never. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. <laughs> Well, she was. I love you, Jay. I love you, She was. But but you really piqued my interest, though. She's mine now. But um, no, I think, you know, closing time was like when one of the um, first bar, or not Cactus Moon, but um, the second bar I worked at. So it always got me excited because once that came on, the lights would come on. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I think that that's probably one that. That's great. Steve has shoehorned this fucking question into (laughs) I don't, whatever. I don't fucking care. I don't think. You put it on there. I don't think. You put it on there. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear the recommendations about Vegas. Okay, shows, yeah. shows, and everyone's. I'm. And I cannot wait. I'm gonna text you guys and see what everyone's told you. But shows, absence, and I don't say that just because I work for the company. I work for the company because it's one. It's. I mean. You, the stats will show. You have not wavered on this. You have been, no. You, you once you guys see it, you're gonna call me. And you're Thirty gonna be seconds like, in the door, you were on this shit. You're gonna so be I'm like, gonna... remember when you used to be alive before he killed you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Now you live in the tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but you're gonna be like, that was stupid. I'm gonna tell everyone about it. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, yeah. There All right. Uh, any and then you also. What was the uh, the bar, the dive bar you recommended? Oh, so I don't recommend it. I don't okay. recommend oh, it. I no, say we're it's going. like an iconic dive bar. Um, Double Down Saloon. Double Down Double Saloon, down. okay. Yeah, but bring protection, you know? A great name. And not, and not caught, I mean, like, <laughs> good guns. I'm wearing like, full body cut. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, I mean, they're one of my accounts right now, and it's just such a cool place. Like, so much nostalgia. I dig. I dig. But, yeah, you're going to love it. And then also, do you have any recommendations for other bartenders that you'd like to see come on the show? If Frank yeah, you were talking doesn't about come on this Damn podcast... I will, we're going to go Damn down to Frank. No, like, I mean, if, if he doesn't come on here, and then I would really like to get my husband on here, because I think yeah. just after meeting you guys, 
Um, it Mike, would just can you be... handle two Steves at one time? Yeah. Hey, in that's another way, there, There's another, yeah, <laughs> yeah, two Steves at one. But that one's also free Jesus. because of, you know, you get what you pay for. So. Two Steves, one Mike, that's, a, that's <laughs> dot com. <laughs> dot, dot com, Look yeah, dot org. <laughs> dot org. <laughs> Uh, changing lives. Yeah. One. Yeah, uh, we, we'd, we'd love to, and he does yeah. the uh, pre uh, pre-ship, pre-ship podcast. Pre-ship yeah. podcast. So we'll yeah. check that out. But please, listeners, yeah. go check that out as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very cool. All, All right, right this there, brings yeah. us to our final question of the evening. You have Wait, done an incredible yeah. job. It has oh, been. Thanks. A- Recommendations. We got two questions left. Yeah, we do. You hate yourself, and then right, uh, and then the bar. Uh, this you is hate our, yourself. I know, Mike. Well, then, then there's so two questions. That's not one Wait, final question. Wrap up. Yes. I was just okay. Teeing my apologies. Up. We'll cut this part out. Because I'm scared now. We'll cut this part out. All right. This brings us to our last part of the show. Wow, you've done an incredible oh, job. It's been an amazing show. We call this our wrap up. It's our closing questions for our guests. Question number one: Why do you still do this? AKA, why do you fucking hate yourself? Oh. <laughs> you, it's funny because you said that earlier at the beginning. You were like, I hate myself too much to quit and i was just like oh man that's part of that. that's Jeez, our wrap-up question yeah. Yes, yes. yeah well i mean you guys chose that verbiage because we're all we, in this world yeah yes yeah it's because yeah there's no coincidence we thought about changing it because we were like please it's don't because well, there, there are some people who really really love what they do and like we've had people come on like oh yeah. quite like i love the gauntlet but all of your questions are so negative like, like fuck you get out of here you're not on this you're not you pick the right like show <laughs> you remember richard from indianapolis i thought he was one of the best guests we've ever had on the show but he really did not like that question i felt it on why do you hate yourself yeah because he was like don't make it you know like I'm, the I'm negative not, conversation he didn't say this but yeah i could feel like he was like don't make it negative and i was like that's not what it's about dude <laughs> yeah, like, it's like dude it's like Every day when you know when I walk into my shift, it's like oh, time to suck today's day. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. and then you go into it, right? And there, no, that's there, not the place I work at, but like to each their own. There is some. <laughs> there is some. There's some tongue cheek, but we we didn't yeah. know yes. we didn't know how to be received here, and I'm so glad you said the self loathing oh. oh, yeah. is in, I think important to the profession. Yeah, so please. Well, look. and because you guys have just like heard about how we schedule yeah. and things yes, like that, um, people are gonna resonate with that. In this, in this city, they're going to be like, oh, well, I hate myself because, well, I, you know, in this reason, because you know. <laughs> I've given up getting groceries yeah. to get and fucking shit. And once upon a fucking time, when uh, COVID hit, I slept for four minutes, <laughs> and it was lovely, but it felt weird. <laughs> but yeah, so. Well, no. oh, did everybody sleep during COVID? Were there bartenders all across Vegas actually <laughs> getting winks? Uh, not I. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Well, final question. If you opened a bar, what would you call it or yeah, what would the theme be? Ooh, theme. Oh, so this is actually something that I feel like is kind of trending right now. Like on social media, people are talking about this as a joke. But I'm like, put the jokes aside. I'm investing. Like I will put my house up for this. It's the 30 plus bar. You have to be 30, 30, mm. 30 or older. Okay. Um, you're not allowed to wear anything that isn't stretchy or that is... Like it has no, to be stretchy. No slutty little outfits. Nothing like, like something comfortable. Yeah, it has to be like that's the dress code. Um, ev- like there's seats. I think it actually would com- work, dude. Are you kidding me? I it would absolutely work. I want to hear. The, I want to hear more. Yeah. So, you know, just like all the beautiful things you get. <laughs> No, Steve, what's your input on this? I'm just kidding. You guys. She, she keeps getting unrolled, and Steve's like, yeah, but here's my voice instead. <laughs> but let me just sing a song. And on that note, I'm going to just sing a song so, so, I just no, made up. I love it. So 30 no, yeah. plus, you, you got to be comfortable. Yeah, you have to, you comfortable clothing, quiet music, conversation, 
um, you know, a couple puppies were around, but not annoying ones. You know, mm. you don't not take care of them. Um, <laughs> the food, lots of carbs. Um, you know, cocktails readily available. The cocktail just doesn't talk to you. She doesn't tell you anything like weird. Uh, but she just like looks at you and she's like another like. <laughs> Um, and there it is, guys. So looking you, for investors have, now. Do you have a, do you have a, a name, name for it? We need a oh, name. my happy place. <laughs> yeah, because that's place. and also I'm gonna be honest. It's my house, and don't come. It's a one per like know. capacity we, we, is we one. Don't, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know how to get there. So and you won't. I, I assume, <laughs> Let's not leave Steve out. Oh, he's yeah. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Look out for my no. Here. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, capacity. Um, one, one butler, one, one occupant, one butler, one, one and two patron, dogs. One yeah. patron, one butler, two dogs. Yeah. And then I have a ge- unlimited guest list. Are the dogs on call? Do you let them know that they have to dog? <laughs> yeah. They're always dogging. They know it. They know it. Yeah, they're. Leah, they're called. I I am thrilled. I cannot tell you how excited I am for this trip and just all the people we're going to interview, but we could not have kicked it off better. You Agreed. are a Agreed. beautiful soul. Thank you. And In you person. have told some incredible stories tonight. I um, can't wait to, you know, see you at the next AVN award. <laughs> you know, and, and, no, but in all, in all seriousness, it has been an absolute blast. These, It's been illuminating to really understand some of the Crazy behind Vegas. Yes. Yeah, um, yes, absolutely. Uh, my Go taste buds. My taste buds are ready for more. Uh, these cocktails have been fantastic, and I thank you for coming and joining yes, us. Yes, thank so you much. so much, truly. It's been a ton thank of, you for having me. It's been, been a, a pleasure. Ton of fun. I know. Is there anything you want to tell the people before we shut this down? No, I would like to stop talking. All right, we're done. Yeah, wait, we actually let's, we need to take a ride now. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right there it is all right vegas this is one of many no that's Get fine so i just gotta make a quick phone call to the metro police department <laughs> hey everyone thanks a lot for listening long and thanks for drinking long we really hope you enjoyed the show and if you did we release new episodes whenever we fucking can a uh, big shout out to our friends over at Trauma Parlor, whose song Fast When You're Heard Throughout the Show. Please go check them out there on Facebook and Spotify and show them some love. And if you want to be one of our regulars, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at BRP Drink Along. You can listen along on Google Pod, Apple Pod, YouTube, and Spotify at the Bartender Rant Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. This is critically important. This is the best way you can help us grow the show and reach new listeners. The more ratings and reviews, the faster we climb up the charts. And honestly, if it's not obvious from the episode you just heard, Mike and I desperately need the personal validation. You know, I usually say we need the personal validation, but we're in Vegas, so I can pay for it now. Hey, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go to the tunnels. <laughs> and don't, oh, wait, that's your line. Don't forget, uh, if you're a Spotify user, please be sure to check out our BRP playlist on, on our Spotify profile. We've just got some cool music on there that we want to share with you guys. So we've got stuff uh, coming for Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving, but for Christmas and everything. So, you know, just check that out. And, of course, you can listen to the BRP Industry Night, where you get to hear all the song selections from all of our wonderful guests. Yes, and, and please get on that BRP Industry Night. It's a fun thing. We have one coming up uh, every first Monday of the month and you can listen to that awesome playlist that Mike is cultivating. Uh, do you want some kick-ass show merch, Michael? Yes, I would, please. Of course you do because you're a smart person. Check out all of our amazing swag courtesy of Campo Design Co. at prodigydtg.com backslash 
bartender rant. And if you want to hang out with Michael and myself, join us for the first Monday of every month. I feel like I just said this. Uh, for our virtual industry night happy hour. Yeah, Leah said she's going to be there. That's right. Lee, you're going to yeah. be there, right? <laughs> Leah's going to be there, guys. <laughs> Bells and whistles. If she's not on call, she'll be there. Um, we're going to have some drinks. We're going to meet some fellow barflies. You can listen to our guests' uh, bartender playlists, which are those uh, songs that our guests have picked. And then you can tell also Mike and I how bad we are at podcasting. Make sure to follow us on social, and we will be posting the links for the brp happy yeah and if you want to be one of our vip listeners please subscribe to the bartender Rant podcast on patreon so vips are always going to have a seat at our bar you're going to get access to bonus content like the boilermaker tapes ranch versus blue cheese crank calls uh, hopefully early releases we'd love to get into that as well and uh, so much more damn right and the ranch versus blue cheese crank calls are coming people i know you're waiting for that one that's a fun one that we are ready to load up but if you'd like to be a big tipper A.K.A. one of our Bozells. Feel free to leave a tip on PayPal under the Bartender Rant Podcast at gmail.com. If you do, we'll list you as one of our producers and chat, shout out your name and your drink of choice right here. Yeah, so and what we're going to do this time is for these Vegas episodes, these are our Bozells, our kind of pseudo-sponsors here, are once again Chandler from, from Herd Card Game for continuing to support this podcast and being so much fun to work with. Please. Go out, Seriously. buy your pack Go, of the Herd Card uh, Game. If you love the service industry, it is Cards Against Humanity on crack with a service industry flair. Go and buy your pack now. Go go to Instagram, follow Herd Card Game on Instagram, and there in her link tree you can find links to buy through PayPal. Um, seriously, get four or five of your bartender uh, service friends together and all chip in five or ten bucks and, and get it. Um, Throw it behind your it, bar. It'll it's be a worth great it. game to play. It is when so much fun. Around. But please, uh, th- we would just appreciate what, all that Chandler's done for this podcast, and uh, we just wanted to really shout her out. And then also a big Eat shout out to girl. Wendy. Uh, she is the National Director of Chilled 100. And if you would like more information about a free membership to the magazine, uh, you can get a subscription to the magazine, and you can visit uh, chilledmagazine.com, or you can even email Wendy at chilledmagazine.com. And this is really cool because this has everything like featured, bartender, fe- fe- featured bartenders, featured um, cocktails, and all that kind of you know inside scoop that you might want to have on the industry if this is something that you're interested in. So please check that out, chilledmagazine.com. And thank you again, Wendy, for getting us linked up with so many awesome bartenders this week. That's right. Thank you, Chandler. Thank you, Wendy. We are here in Vegas because of you. Mike and I do this because we love the service industry and we want to bring you great content, but this is not our day job. With your help, every one of you listeners, we can keep the stories coming and interview local bartenders from coast to coast. And as always, don't just listen along, drink along. Steve's, uh, in my opinion, I think Steve's a great host and interviewer. That's different. I don't feel the same. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm just trying to help you because I was was too nice. I complimented you too heavily. so sincere. I was like, wow. No, I was just trying to, I was just trying to, you know, as you embrace on this like next week, I was just trying to like give you like a little humility. (laughs) I've never done cocaine, but if you guys have ever done cocaine, like I know you're (laughs)
Plus, I think it's a requirement there. <laughs> Keep in mind, the mics are still recording. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that we, was a joke, Lisa. <laughs> I think we have our button. Wait, Lisa's gonna hate me. No, we can. What we can do is what well, we can shake out. To where it's not with you, because what we actually like to do is every. I don't really care. I'm not. I'm not worried. I don't know what like. Anyways, I'm not worried. We just don't. We just don't want to piss anybody off or disparage anybody. Yeah. Well. They know what they're about. Yeah. I get, and well, you yeah, know what? Called, this yeah. is new to. Then it's about time that they <laughs> they learn. Like, so, you know, if you work, I think I don't know exactly the requirements because you know I wasn't in that meeting. But um, if you work there for a year behind the bar. I think it's like if you go bartend topless or something like that, mm. they'll pay for a boob job for a year. Oh wow, really? Yeah, so there, so there are definitely good things about the company, you know. <laughs> well, no healthcare, but we, we like I said we were only only went out there because um, right, right, we right. got free into the the terrace. But we went. I only went right. down to the fucking strip club because right. they. I trust me. I've done strip clubs. Okay, right. I. <laughs> all right, let's go get another fucking drink. <laughs> no, but you were saying something about <laughs> that you went there to study and because <laughs> you heard there was a library behind it. <laughs>